doing? And all they're doing Warning, is the following you. podcast features views and opinions that oh, are not representative of the collective views of the Whispers groups. Some of these views may not be suitable for children. Accordingly, the producers and hosts of the Missy AE podcast must insist that no one attempt to take anything that is being said as representative of the views of any of the Whispers groups. Welcome back to another edition of the Missy AE show. Tonight is a special kind of a uh, potluck dinner or hodgepodge, whatever you want to call it. It's a little buffet where we're going to talk a whole lot of reality TV. We'll try to get in as many shows as people are watching. We thought it'd be fun to kind of do this. Plus, um, I, I don't know what that is over in the corner of my room, but it looks like ammunition. So, um, may, maybe something's going to happen. Uh, the way this is going to work, um, uh, I'm not sure how many people know, but the girls and I um, came to California yesterday. Um, I had to take care of some business. We're at the house out here, and with the time difference um, in the first part of the show, I may be a little bit busy, so Steve's going to kick it off and hopefully get some people talking about some Big Brother Canada um, stuff that's been going on. Um, there's been uh, some good uh, threads and, and discussions and Big Brother whispers about that. I know Laura's been trying to keep up with it in there for us. Um, so if if I have to miss something, that's what I'd probably prefer to miss because I haven't, you know, all honesty, I haven't seen any of it yet. I just catch what I read sometimes in BBW. Um, but we can talk... Uh, I'll give you a little scoop on Survivor filming. Um, I can uh, we can talk next week's podcast coming up with Hung and Chi, and maybe even another Tar podcast coming up after that. Uh, we can take ideas on wh- what you guys want to see for the next Survivor Memories podcast. I talked to, uh, to Tim a little bit about that this week. He brought up too that he thinks are worthy, and we kind of debated back and forth which one would probably be the best, um, but we'll open it up and get everybody's ideas. Uh, I don't know if anybody watches Summer House uh, or Floribama Shore, but they're back on now, and, man, that's Floribama Shore. I mean, they got a guy on that show. All these studies is getting attention and trying to fight. I mean, if you watch the show, you'll know who I'm talking about, Gus. Um we didn't, JJ and I, we enjoy shows like that. Um, she's always said, you know, she loves to see drama on TV, but she don't love no drama uh, in Whispers or in real life. But on her TV, is just fine. She loves it, you know, watching it. She just don't want to be a part of it. So uh, um, I think mm-hmm. I mentioned Catfish. Uh, in, in all my postings, we will go into Catfish. I do have some uh, information about one of their episodes this season. And I also have some information about how that show actually works. You might be surprised how it really, really actually works. Um, I, oh, I forgot the challenge. If anybody wants to talk about the challenge, um, we do have a lot of that. Stuff. 
it, it's, it's no secret who's going to win that. So uh, um, if you guys want to talk about that, we'll talk about that. Um, but first, while I'm busy doing a few things, uh, oh, and, and Steve, let me tell you, JB texted me. Uh, yeah, he ought to be here soon because he texted me about 35, 40 minutes ago and said he'd be on in about 45 minutes. So he is coming. Okay. Um, okay. And I do um, know that Laura is, uh, Laura is supposed to join us uh, at some point within this first hour as well because I told her that we would be talking Big Brother Canada uh, to start okay. off the show. All right, good, good. Um, hopefully hopefully we'll get Melissa. Um, hopefully Melissa, and Melissa Tim, is on. Some, some of the others. Um uh, so you guys, you guys talk about um, some. Uh, oh, and I, I forgot Mass Singer, Melissa. When I start thinking about you, I always think Mass Singer. We can talk some Mass Singer. Um, we love that show, but it, it, it's every year we get behind on it. We have to watch. We have to kind of binge to watch and catch up. And. Um, I haven't seen the the episode everybody's talking about from last night with with all this this crap talk about uh, puppets and Elmos and all this and that. I I saw the talking whispers, but I, I didn't know what was going on. I saw Evan talking about Jeff Dunham. I don't know if he's hinting around that Jeff Dunham may be one of the the uh, contestants this year. Um, if he is, no, no, no. I'd be, if he is, that would be smart because he can change his voice. Yeah. So well, I, can um, tell, I can tell you what happened there. Okay. Go, go ahead and go ahead and tell me that part, and then y'all can get into Big Brother Canada, and I can I can finish up uh, supper in here, and uh, then I'll be back. Tell me, tell me the whole story behind this whole puppets and all that crap, and Jeff Dunham and. What happened with that? Well, basically what it came down to is that the snail had to be revealed last night on the Masked Singer because so, it lost. And I didn't even think he was that bad. I thought the raccoon was horrible. So anyway, when they revealed who the snail was, it was Kermit the Frog. Okay. <laughs> Out pops Kermit the Frog and he's waving and everything and um this person on Whispers was flipping out because they didn't think that was right because it was, you know, just some stupid ventriloquist, blah blah blah. We were just trying to tell them that Kermit is a puppet. Right? He's not a dummy. Right. The difference between a puppeteer and a ventriloquist is that with a ventriloquist, the person that's controlling the dummy is visible on the screen. As where with Kermit being a puppet, you don't see who voices him or has him, you know, makes him move. Now, they I just, they I just did, were... I, I think it was Evan. Somebody brought up the <laughs> point like, well, how can it be Kermit the Frog? Because nobody knows who the hell voices Kermit the Frog. I you mean, don't have to know. You don't have to know who voices him. He's known as Kermit the Frog. Everybody knows who he is. Right? And so, and, 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 <laughs> right, so let, me, let me get this right now. Let me get this right. 
the actual first person to leave was Kermit the Frog. Yeah. And they didn't reveal who Kermit the Frog was. They didn't reveal who Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog. He's Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Kermit the Frog's not a real person, though. Oh, my God. Steve, did you like people drop or what? People were very what? butthurt that Kermit the Frog was on there. They just didn't think that was right. Well, I, I did see that person's thoughts, and now I kind of understand them more. My whole point with them was they just seemed like they were getting kind of aggressive in their their posts. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they weren't they, yeah. they weren't they weren't debating so much the point anymore. They were starting to just argue with other members. Um, yeah, so. they were just. They were just flipping out. They were just completely losing their shit. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be flipping out, but I do think that is kind of crazy. That I mean, what's yeah. next? Is uh, is Barney gonna be one of them? I don't know. But Dunham, um, the way that Jeff if Dunham Barney came up sing. was that was that he was trying to explain that Jeff Dunham is a ventriloquist, and when he does shows or he's on TV. You can see him, and he right. is controlling his dummy. But with right. the puppet, with the puppet, they're the people that control them are behind the scenes. So well, have any of the online sleuths? Have any of the people on Twitter or wherever? Have they come up with any alternative ideas about this Kermit the Frog and what the show is doing with it? I don't. I didn't look into it. Um, I think that we could find who was the who's the person that controls Kermit fairly easy. Um, I don't think that's any big deal. But yeah, um, but if, gonna, if, if that's if that's what it is, why didn't they why didn't they just reveal it last night? Why didn't they just say here is uh, here is Steve Kent? He's always been the voice of Kermit's fault. Yeah, I don't know, but it's. Um, it's the and first I'm time sure after done a couple it, of Friday nights in the bar, he has sounded like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, I I just don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not even going to try that. The guy's <laughs> name is Matt Vogel, who does it. Uh huh. Matt Vogel. Yeah. 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 2017 to present. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then why the the question still comes back to why wouldn't they just say that's who it was? Because that well, would be Kermit. People don't know who Matt is. They only they know who Kermit is. They're honestly just going to go with it being Kermit the Frog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, were there any other? Let me ask you this: Were there any other contestants that led you to think maybe that's going to be kind of a theme this season? Maybe, maybe that's going to no. be uh, Porgy Pig, or or you think this is like a one-time so. thing? I I think it's just a one-time thing. Okay. I think it was just I think it was just for shits and grins. <laughs> yeah, and they did, and and they did have them leave first, so yes, yeah. So they 
So they got that. Which is amazing because I, I didn't think he was as bad as the raccoon was. The raccoon was really bad. And I'm going out there on a limb saying I think it's some kind of comedian. Yeah, I read I read um, this. Yeah, I read I read your thoughts on, on this show. And uh Yeah. The, when when you when you said comedian, the first thing I thought of I think you also said he was short. Uh, first thing I thought yeah, I'm was thinking that. Martin Short, Danny DeVito. Um, uh, Did they sound white or black? Because the first person came to my mind was Kevin Hart. Uh, I don't know. He's not that big. He's not that tall. Um, well, somebody Kevin said Hart's that they. Some, somebody said they were. I can't remember what one of the guesses was, and I was like, "Oh, please, come on! That that one, that person was like six foot two. There's no way the raccoon is six foot two. No way. Steve, Steve if they so, got somebody that small, Steve, if they got somebody that small on there, maybe it's Hornswoggle from WWE. Uh, it's possible. I mean, I I I don't, I don't know who. Uh, what's the right term I can use here? I don't know any other little people that they can use, or or that that would be. Put on well, they, what about JC yeah. from Big Brother? JC from Big Brother or Leaf from uh, Survivor? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but I, uh, I, do they really do reality stars though? On, no, is he? On how, okay, Center? when I say that he's, when I say say that he's small, I'm not talking about um, somebody who has like dwarfism. Okay, the person is going to be between five three. To five ten ish. Because and, a, and, and you're pretty and it's a male. You're pretty sure it's a male. Nisi Nash, uh-huh. Nisi Nash is five foot four, but if she had on like six foot heels or six inch heels, she would be about five ten standing up on the stage. <laughs> this would be pretty big and heels. Person, six foot. This person, this person would be slightly I, smaller. When we get back to Arkansas, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to catch up and and see if I can figure out who any of these people are. Are there any obvious ones yet? Are there any that you just heard and you kind of like you know when me and Evan knew that was Clint Black and Lisa Hart? You know, every one it seems like every year there's at least one that you just know right off the bat who it is. Oh, who's, who's little little Nass? Little Nass. <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> He's a he's a no rapper trouble. who did uh who he he's a rapper who did the old town road thing. I'm yeah, he sang he sang that duet with Billy Ray Cyrus that was so popular. <laughs> What's going on? I can't figure it out. I'm in trouble because I was supposed to watch the Mask Singer with my daughter, and I watched it and I said go back to the beginning to make it look like I hadn't watched it. <laughs> uh oh. And so now I'm sitting Uh-oh. here talking about it and she comes out of her room going, Um, excuse me <laughs> Like <"Oops." laughs> someone's in trouble. Okay. Yeah. So there's so there's no so there's no just but you know that varies from people to people. Somebody else might have an ear for somebody. It was like when Doctor was on there. The first time I heard him, 
I told everybody in Whispers, if that's not Chris Daughtry, I will retire and never, ever post again. That is Chris Daughtry. And sometimes you just have an ear for somebody. You know, maybe one of your favorite artists, like he is, you know, of, of mine. Um, yeah, it was like with Clint Black, I just knew that twang he has in his voice. I just, I just knew that was him. Um, there's going to be somebody that stands out that people are really going to start honing in on uh, that's going to be pretty obvious probably before it's over with. The more times you get to hear them, you know. Hmm. So, but I love the show. I just, how did, uh, how did, uh, how did she do replacing, uh, uh, the host that, that, uh, had COVID? How did, it was she his did name pretty, Nick? She did Nick. okay. She did all right? She was doing, yeah, she did all right. Um, you know, I got sidetracked talking to my daughter. I had to mute myself to tell her what happened, but I wanted just to say that the Russian dolls, the Russian dolls could be the Hanson brothers. Okay. You know, their names come up every season, it seems like, doesn't it? Yeah, but this time it's, it's, uh, this time I think that it's right. It it could really be them. Hmm. All right. Did you say Laura was on here, Steve? Yeah, Laura, Laura, Laura joined us. Yeah. All right. Why don't Why don't you guys catch up a little bit on? Won't you guys catch up a little bit on uh, Big Brother Canada while I run do a few things, and then I'll be back and we'll see what uh, what other shows y'all want to talk about. And be watching for okay, JB. Okay. He, he said he's going to call in, so okay. I'll be back he's and y'all have fun with this uh, crazy show they do up in Canada. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, let me let me just preface uh, starting out by saying I have never seen an, uh, never seen a season of Big Brother Canada in my life. This is actually my first Big Brother Canada oh, season really? that I'm that I'm actually watching. Yes, and I just have to say, just from two weeks in, and also a steal of of a whispers uh, twist as well. They have already played more games. Than Big Brother All Star, than the entire Big Brother All Stars two cast this past summer. I mean, it's it, it, we, we've only we've only seen two evictions so far and one HOH. Kind of, I, I know people are wondering, you know, how is that even possible? Well, basically, you know, they start they started off in teams, uh, Team Defender against Team Destiny. Uh, they had Team Captains. Uh, Whispers fans, does this kind of sound familiar here? Uh, Team yeah. Defender was was helmed by Kiefer, and Team Destiny was helmed by Tina. And basically, the winner no, not, of oh. yeah, oh, yeah, it was it was helmed by Tina. Tina. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And, ba- mm. and basically, the winner the winner of the head of household competition each week. Dep- depending on if it was on Team Defender or Team Destiny, that person's team would be safe for the week, and the only people that would be eligible for eviction would be those from the losing team, which so far has been Team Defender, losing both weeks Twice. so far. 
losing, yeah, losing Julie last week and losing Josh by a unanimous vote tonight. And I, I just got to, I just got to say, you know, the amount of gameplay that we've seen so far early on this season it is a fresh, a fresh take on the on the uh, the Big Brother game, and it really. Uh, I said I said this in the uh, in the chat a couple nights ago, uh, or actually it was probably last week. But uh, you know, Canadian Canadians really seem like really seem like they're actually there to play the game. You know, they're not there for just fifteen minutes of fame and getting on TV. And I know we had this discussion as well in, I think it was uh, either the BB 14 uh, recap podcast podcast that we did for, uh, for big brother memories, or it might've been the night with Jojo podcast. Uh, Both by, by the way, are available to be viewed or to be listened to on the archives by, searching Missy AE on iTunes or by going to blogtalkradio.com slash Missy AE. A nice little plug there. Uh, but, <laughs> I, I mean, Laura, you know, you, you watch Big Brother Canada all the time. I do. Tell me, but, just exa- you know, here, just, tell me just exactly how different the Canadian version this one's is a from – this one's a little bit different, and it's. I think it's uh, the, like the whole team thing. Obviously, is different, right? Uh, we don't know. Yeah. They don't normally have teams, um, but you know, just to you know, uh, when you talk about they're not looking for their 15 minutes of fame, where are they going to go? Toronto? You know what I mean? It's not as though they're all going to move to LA, right? True. So yeah. Canadian, yeah, and 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 we don't have. Uh, I mean, you know, although um, there's a, a, quite a number of actors and actresses that are from Canada that are living in L.A., these people, um, you know, Beth is going to go back home to her <laughs> um, little hamlet of thirty uh, of 65 people. You, you know what I mean? It, it's um, yeah. um, nobody in Canada is destined for fame because there's no place to grab it. Right, so I mean, do you really like even with the other people that have been um that have won the winners well you you know you you see them on Twitter and stuff like that, but you don't see them selling anything or um you know like uh like Nicole France, right um you don't see. You just don't see that, right? They just go home and go back to their jobs. Like, yeah, I mean, you do see you, you do see a couple of people, uh, like for example, for example, um, I'm trying I'm trying to think. Uh, I think one of them is Kevin, who ended up winning one of the Big Brother Canada seasons. I think it was it was probably All Stars, right? I think yeah. has Big Brother Canada already had an All Stars? Uh I don't think so. I, you know, I don't think so. they've only had nine seasons. I don't think they have had an all series. But I, I mean, I'd have to check. You know, my memory's really poor. But um, um, like last season, I don't see any of the people out there, you know, selling a whole bunch of stuff. Like they they go on Twitter, they go on, uh, um, 
you know, Instagram and have, you know, like we see them, right? Um, but I really, you know, and, and, you know, Jim sometimes posts pictures of them, right? But yeah. I don't really see them um, doing anything spectacular, right? They've kind of all gone, they all kind of go home to their, um, back to their cities or whatever, you know, and, and I don't know, like, can, I suppose, like, I don't know how to say this, but I suppose uh, Canada is such a different, um, the people, it's not that the people are different, because people, uh, but in a way, like, we're we're not as, um, I don't know, gregarious? Is that the word? I think I think Laura. I, I just heard the t- tail end of it. I think. I mean, it's it's always been a running joke about Canadians being overly nice, and I know. And, and Americans being mm-hmm. kind of uh, obnoxious to eat, you know, to yeah, each other. Yeah, but I know. So I, I know a lot. Of I think it's just the. I think it's just the climate. Um. Of the country, it's just how yes. the majority of the people are. So odds-wise, you would probably tend to see less of the BS in the house and more just actual trying to play a, a legitimate game, you know. And, yeah, and, the, and, same, and I, I, the same point about you, uh, about them just going back home, that that's that's Canadians. Um, the Americans, yeah, they're going to, I mean, if they if they can sell a roll of toilet paper that they bought from the store and they autograph, they're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, not that we don't have famous people here. I mean, we've got Wayne Gretzky, right? <laughs> we've got... Well, yeah. <laughs> See, I don't, you I know, don't know and... anything about hockey, but I know Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> yeah. And, also, I know, you know... Also know, I also know his hot daughter married... One of the best golfers in the world. Yeah, yeah, he's a really good golfer, uh, you know. But I, I just feel that um, it's it's just a um, I feel it's a, a, a different scenario um, with uh, the Canadians as compared to like I wouldn't personally after watching um, BB uh, like a Big Brother US, um, and if I was on uh, Big Brother U.S. and Josh, who got voted out tonight, um, was on Big Brother U.S. I couldn't have put up with him, right? And I no. uh, like because he like he just irked me. And um, these people that were on this show actually were a lot nicer to him than I think he would have been treated on BB U.S. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree. I think that they, well, f- first off, let's just, let me just preface this by saying that Josh was portrayed as an absolute idiot these two weeks that that he that he had been on the show. Even though for some reason they tried to edit him as a potential mastermind genius, uh, if he had gotten the votes to flip, and. After having uh, a whole house meeting go completely against him, 
you know, that all of a sudden he would have been, he would have been a genius if he, if he got the house to flip and save him tonight. But yeah, I, I agree. I think that if he was in the, uh, the U S house, he probably would have been eaten alive because, uh, this is a guy who, when he came into the game, didn't even try to ally with anybody. He was basically a lone wolf right from the very beginning. And, and he, 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 and he was, it's like his brain is fried. Yeah. And he was, <laughs> so, pro- you know, he was proven to be expendable. Yeah. No, he, his brain isn't operating on the same level as all the other house guests. Like, it's like he, I don't know. It's almost like he did drugs for years and I don't know. I don't know. Like, you know, I mean, you know, to be honest, Steve, what he was trying to do, like he got caught. They had a house meeting, and yeah. they got he got caught in his lies, and I mean, he just kept on, you know, like he reminded me of a drugged up Ronnie Talbot. <laughs> oh Jesus! God, and we, and we know and we know how Ronnie was in uh, in BB Eleven. Yeah. To have and to have a drugged up Ronnie Talbot in Big Brother Canada, like like Josh. I mean, yeah. and plus, you know what? Let me just let me just bring this back to last night too. During the Power of Veto competition, everybody else is stacking apples. What is he doing? Yeah. He's literally sitting there. He's sitting there with his wheelbarrow. Uh, making the uh, putting the apples in a circle outside of the like on the floor first, trying to figure out okay what's the you know what's the best way to do this. Meanwhile, everybody is already filling up their wheelbarrow, uh, and they've already made multiple trips back and forth, and he's still there making his his one solo trip, <laughs> you know. But he could have won at the end. I was completely dumbfounded. Yeah, but remember, then he went back, you know, when nobody else was, everybody else had had pressed the buzzer and they were staying with the the amount of apples, and he went for one more trip. Do you remember that, Steve? Yeah. Yes, yes. I I remember he he went for one more trip. He came close, but it looked like the way that they edited it, I almost thought that it, that he was going to run out of time, that he wasn't going to make it to the uh, to the buzzer yeah, buzz. But in. he did. But yeah, somehow but he ended up making know. it. And however, Kiefer, the team captain of Team Defender, he ended up, despite losing those those few apples uh, by trying to move. He ultimately ended up winning by just a few. Well, they didn't. They didn't actually reveal uh, what Josh and I think it came down to him, Josh and Tina. I think was the third. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was Tina. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I was so glad he was voted off because I, I like, I had difficulty actually watching him. It it you know when you're watching somebody and it almost pains you to watch that person, that's how I felt about Josh. Like, you know, 
it almost hurt to watch him because he was just so, I don't know. That's like, the way it, I felt. That, that's the way I felt about Pope Paul when he played. Oh, me too. Me, me too. Oh, the difference, too. The, the difference between... The, the difference between Pope Paul and Josh Jim is Pope Paul actually socialized. Josh was like the redheaded stepchild, basically, of the entire house. Yeah. Like he, except except he didn't even bother trying to associate with anybody. And so he, he so he really but, didn't he really didn't have a social game. He did no. some lying. And it got called out in a house meeting. This guy yeah. had no yeah. player. He he was bound yeah. to be leaving, right? Yeah, and yeah. he thought, and he thought he was going to be. He thought he was this gigantic mastermind by creating paranoia around the house. Uh, you yeah. know that it would it would cause him to stay, and he ended up leaving by a unanimous vote. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and well, this kind of goes back. Uh, uh, Lord, doesn't this kind of go back to what we talked about before? Big Brother Canada is a little bit of a different game, and that kind yeah. of game up there probably don't work as well as it would maybe in the USA. Um, yeah. They, they don't want they don't want that in the house. They just nip it in the bud and say bye. Oh yeah. Yeah, like he, there's no way he would have lied. Like, there's no way, and I, I don't think um, uh, Big Brother Canada. Like, do you see anybody, Steve, on there that is really kind of uh, brutal, besides Latoya? Mm, no, not really. I mean, Braden. There's a really diverse cast. His, Bra- Braden can sometimes be with his. Uh, you know, with how he speaks, then again, that may be the, uh, just his tendency, uh, yeah. you know, with how, with how, with his mannerisms and whatnot. But other than, other than Latoya, yeah, no, there's not really anybody that's really brutal per se. Yeah. uh, Not, not anybody that's, not yet. Yeah, there's, 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 there's the key statement, Laura. There's the key statement. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, not and, yet. Know, it, Jim, it, but the cast they, they is very diverse. Jim, they uh, how long do you think they're going to go? With, how long do you think they'll go with the twist until they say, "Okay, it's every person for themselves now." Today, oh, it's, all, it's already done. It's already done. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, so it lasts yeah, two yeah. cycles. That's it. Wow, that was yeah. quick. But I mean, I mean, I get it. I get it. I mean, producing the Whisper Games, we normally don't go with a twist like that very long either. You know, it goes for you know a couple of boots, and depending on what happens, um, sometimes you know, especially in the Survivor game, sometimes we do a a reshuffle. Um, if the same team keeps winning and winning and winning um, to where oh, yeah. they've obviously got the numbers, then you throw in a, a kind of a – in Survivor, you throw in a like a reshuffle where you swap the tribes up, you know, because production yeah. end of it, you're, just, you're trying to have a good game for the fans to see and for the players to participate in, something that's 
not just a blowout, you know, where it's it's kind of fair. Yeah, well, it's Great. been so far. So far, it's been a one-sided beating, actually, because te- uh, the the first two challenges between Team Destiny and Team Defender, Destiny absolutely absolutely thrashed Team Defender both times. I mean, people were dropping, but or people were getting eliminated from from the competitions, but it it really wasn't even close. With uh, hey, Victoria, with Victoria won HOH. If it had been split one and one, they might have still kept the team thing going. But yeah. if one team That's dominating, true. then it's it's time to get out of it. You know, it's time to, to drop it. Yeah, yeah. and you're saying well, you're, you're saying that Victoria won H O H? Yeah, Victoria or, won H O H. Oh yeah. So, yeah. so there that, that would have made it that would have made it team destiny three to nothing. The first, yeah. the first yeah. three so, weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it's probably a good move that they got out of that. Yeah. Well, great. I mean, so that, mean, so that means know, we have to li- we have to listen to uh, to Miss Bubbly personality all week long now. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> to where they they literally Jim they literally did uh, they involved her in just one random segment last night of her playing because uh, they have a they have a uh, uh, what's it called one of those hockey uh, games in in the house with them and you mean foosball? Play, you mean yeah, foosball? Yeah, well, well yeah. kind of foosball, foosball, but with hockey, and it was her playing against herself, basically. And that was the entire segment that she was involved in. Oh, wait. Uh, Jim, and, yes, I guess the good thing Jim, is she didn't lose, but the other thing is she didn't win either. Uh, Jim, hang hey, on, and they all get Wendy's. Hang, hang on just one second, because, uh, Jim, remember how we were looking at uh, who may be potentially calling in tonight? Yeah. Well, uh, we have just been joined by two new uh, or or two uh, two callers. We have Teresa uh, joining us as always, and we have, I believe, the return of Kansas. <laughs> Kansas. Am I on? Oh, hi, Kansas. Yeah, Happy everybody, New everybody, Year, everybody y'all. I have not spoken to any Every, of you since 2020. Everybody <laughs> just be quiet while I talk to Kansas for a minute. Kansas, you in trouble, girl. Why? Uh-oh. I have been looking all over the damn Internet for you because I got so worried about you. I have, you know what's such a bummer? I just found all of these shows that I missed because yeah, I was well, checking see, I periodically, and Christmas see, time Christmas time was, was crazy. All kinds yeah. of shit happened at my husband's work, and I didn't get a chance. I totally forgot about a Chris, the Christmas party that you usually have, so I missed that totally. Yeah. But after that, I kept periodically show. checking, you know, to see are they doing shows now, and I didn't see anything. And we're talking yeah. yesterday. I found yeah. all of these shows. So now I have to, I was able to listen to one, and I'm almost done with the second one. I missed all of these shows. I missed talking to JoJo. Oh, my gosh, I missed talking to Ashley. 
gym. I'm oh, sick. Yeah, I, I love, love those girls. girls. I love. And Karen, Karen was supposed to be on, but everybody, I mean, everybody knows she's had so much going on with getting married and all so that kind of stuff. She's pregnant. I think you guys were saying that she's pregnant. Well, no, she no, Who's she's pregnant? got a she's got a little girl already. She's already got a little girl. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you guys were saying she someone else. You must have said was pregnant. Uh, no, when I you were talking think with Karen, JoJo. No, I don't think Karen's pregnant. But, I mean, we'll probably, we'll have JoJo and Ashley on again, and maybe even because uh, uh, JoJo talked to Gina, Gina uh, Lee, and Gina said she'd do the show again. We've had her on once before. Next week we're going to have Hung and Chi uh, from the Amazing Race. And but I miss that, my big brother, pro- people. I'm heartbroken. <laughs> after that, we're probably going to have we're probably going to have Kaylin and Haley on from the Amazing Race, the blondes. See, I don't know these so people, much. Jim. I don't know them. But I but love still, JoJo. I love that, and I love the whole fourteen, the season fourteen talk that you talked about. That was yeah. so good. Boy, would yeah. I have loved to have chimed in on that one. Yeah, I had so much too. I could have added to that. <laughs> it was so interesting at, at some of the things they brought up. You know, yes, it was I like loved jo- it. It's like JoJo defended Willie yeah. all the way, and then now she will tell you, yeah, that blew my game up being with him. It blew my it game really up. It really did. That was what was so shitty because it really was unfair. She did not get a chance to play, and I do believe if JoJo would have been able to play, I think she would have made it possibly to the end. I think she would have been a killer player. I really I think, do. I think she would have too. And it was and it was good to hear. It was good to hear how in in the world that we're in now, where well, well, it was first thing it was surprising, very surprising to me to hear how they talked bad about Britney. They did not like Britney. I'm not surprised, um, honestly. And, that didn't that shock me, Jim. It, it really didn't. It, it really surprised me. It really surprised me. It didn't and the shock other me. impressive thing about JoJo and Ashley is, I mean, I knew they were good friends, you know, because leading up to this, the three of us had communicated for almost, you know, almost two weeks, really, to try to get it going. Yeah. And um, JoJo was a Trump supporter. Ashley was a Biden supporter. They didn't let it bother them. They're still best of friends. And how many people can say that nowadays? Is JoJo still a Trump supporter? Well, I didn't ask her that. I just know that she did support her. <laughs> how <him>. could anybody? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and and, and if, if, you can, if you can find a... If you oh, can find Trump. A, the, the best... It was such a good mix because you had JoJo, who was so outspoken... A Jersey girl, she's going to tell you like it is, whether yeah. you like it or not. Oh, she's a and, straight shooter. And then you had you had Ashley, who I, I challenge you to find another big brother female as sweet and kind as she is. I love both of them. I got to know them for a little while after big brother. Their season ended. They used to call into the Rad Reality Show. And JoJo, right from when she was kicked off, she was pissed off, and she loved shooting the shit with all of us. And we were real supportive of her. We loved her, and we were like the best fans for her to talk to because we just were so on her side. 
and she yeah. filled us in on all this bullshit that was going on that we didn't see and it was but she was so cool to talk to and then Ashley called in later, and then we got to know Ashley a little bit. But JoJo, I've talked to JoJo over the years a few times. So I was sad. Truth, I'm telling you the truth. I was so sad I didn't get a chance to talk to him again after this time. I talk to JoJo all the time. She's she's really, really active in Big Brother. She's so cool. Plus, we talked about it that night. I think we... I think she said it that night. We we've been friends like eight years, you know, me and JoJo. So uh, I'm sure she'll come back and do the show again. I hope so. I was so sad to see that, Jim. We, we have we no put, idea. You know, we had her on twice that week. We had her on. I know. I'm hearing. I'm I'm just finally catching up with the second one. Okay. I, I, I was um, able to listen to one full show, and I'm wanted, catching up on second. So badly to get that music out, you know, and it's, I'm telling you, it's not. I didn't get to, it didn't come out good, good, though. We need to hear it better. It was real it's, choppy, so I really well, couldn't hear been, any of it. I was kind of disappointed. It's been, on, it's been on my Twitter and in the groups, and you can hear it because Steve and I went back and we redid it and, and put it in another form. Where you Could you do play it on really, your show? Really Could you play it for us on your show? Um, Steve, do we have it downloaded on here in the version that we have? Uh, no, but I can upload it. I can upload it real quick while we're. Oh, I'd love it, it if you could play it one day. Because yeah, I could hardly, song, you could hardly even hear it. It was it, so it's choppy. Not, it's not the whole song. It's a snippet. It's a snippet. That's okay. Um, but I could get a, sh- I could get like yeah. a little, you know, sample. But, but what I was going to tell you was, Steve and I talked. I bet you we talked till about three in the morning one one night about you because we were worried about. I said, well, oh, you, know you she's guys, out. I didn't I know. Said, I know would have, trust me, I would have known you had a show coming up. I missed, how many weeks now have you been you doing, have missed a lot. you know, not your sports ones, but, you know, like your Survivor, yeah, and then how long have you been doing that now, Jim? We've done three Survivor memory ones where we all, we had guests on all of them. See, that we sucks. Did the I, I didn't hear any of those yet. We did the Big Brother one with JoJo, and then we did the mm-hmm. follow-up with JoJo. Those and are what I've been hearing so far, right? the Amazing Race one next week, and also another Survivor one next week. And oh, then man, what day? We're gonna do. We're going to follow up with another Amazing Race. See, Amazing Race, I don't know any of those people. So I'm not yeah. sad, you know, missing that because I would, I, I really d- wouldn't even know what's going on. Well, but but the, Survivor the people, and Big Brother ones for sure. The people we're booking for the Amazing Race ones are very, very popular players with fans. They really are. Um, now, I, 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 I mean, I'm, I got Anya G. I, I have to give credit for, I have to give credit to, uh, to JJ for. Uh, or uh, Kaylin and Haley because she's the one talking to Kaylin. I, you know, I look. See, I don't know any of people. I don't know if this is going to. I don't know if this is going to lead to anything. Melissa, Lauren, everybody that's a Tar fan. But when I did the promo for um, the Hung and Chi chat next week um, on Instagram. Um, one of the winners from last season clicked like on it, so they saw it. They noticed it. 
so maybe we can get in there too. But my problem there is one of them likes me and one of them doesn't. Kansas, back to the thing about you was, Steve and I, I mean, we're, we're, we're known for being really good researchers. I mean, we can find things. Um, and I, honest to God, got worried that maybe you or your husband or both of you caught COVID. And I caught started COVID or something. No, thank God, because we've had okay. some close calls. My husband and his work, checking. let me tell you, we, we're lucky. We're very lucky. I, Unfortunately, I, I have to wait till the tail end to get my damn vaccination. I you know, my husband's going to be able to get his in a couple weeks. In Kansas. Let's make a – okay, this is what I need to do. I'm going to say, Kansas, um, you ought to choose a way that Jim can get in contact with you. So that way I'm you going to call me. I'm fixing to cover that. I'm fixing to Jim, cover you, that. you have my number so you could call me. That's right. But And, and Steve, what okay. did I tell you about me having her number? What did I tell you? I know you see my uh, number. Basically, basically, I've had your number for years. Yeah, you could call yeah, me. But well, here's, here's I don't do that. Thing, though, Kansas. I mean, Steve can tell you, we talk about it. I never, I I never miss a message because number. we have our answering. You know, we got the answering machine on, so I'll always get your message if I'm if I'm yeah. not there to get it. Yeah, but, yeah, but here's my here, Steve. Please just I'm, call I'm, me, Jim, and let me know for sure. But it's always been a trust thing with me because we have so many people call in. And I do like the numbers down because I like to know who they are when they call in. And I can say, mm-hmm. Evan joined us or Tim has joined us. Or like Steve just said, Kansas is back. But I don't use anybody's number unless they tell me I can. Yeah, it's, it's just but you that I would want to call. You know, I wouldn't want anybody else calling so you for sure. Worried. So worried Kansas, about you. I'm calling you. I'm calling we, you, Kansas. We even, Kansas, Kansas, I'm going to be honest with you. Kansas, I'm going to be honest with you. My husband just doesn't like strange guys calling me, but if I say to him, that's Jim, and he's heard me talk about you before. Because, you know, Daniel used to call and leave me messages and let I, me know I when know, there were certain told, shows. I told him, I told Steve that, but I, I just don't like doing it unless – I know it's no, okay. I'd be with comfortable now, with you, Jim. Now that I know it's yeah. okay, now that I know it's okay, I will warn you about things. You're a happily married guy, too. You know, we're friends, and, and my husband right. knows full well and who now, you are, so I'd be comfortable with that. As, as long as I'm confessing to what extreme we went to with how worried I was, I did Thank you, find guys. you and your I'm, husband. I'm, I'm so glad you guys thought of me. I've missed all of you. I want you to know I that. Did. I really have. I've missed everyone. I, I, I did find you and your husband, and all I can say is, damn woman, you you been a hottie over, over Aww, all these years. Damn. <laughs> and you. y'all look like y'all have so much fun together. Y'all look like. And well, with this damn COVID, because I'm like God, I hope nothing's happened to one of them. We've been very lucky. I'm, I'm telling you the truth because there's been several close calls at his workplace, where and, and this is what happens. You know, people don't know that they're sick, 
and they go to work, and then they find out a few days later. You know, hopefully they're all – because he'll say to me, everybody's all wearing their masks. You know, I'm not there, so I don't know. Right. But he had a – you know, where he had to be quarantined, you know, because someone mm-hmm. had it. You know, and, they, and at least his workplace is cool this way. They'll pay you. You know, when you have to be home, but they'll make sure if you were around a certain person that had it, they make sure that you quarantine, you get the test, and make sure everything's okay. But it just—it just sucks. It really sucks. We wanted to go away so badly, and I was—I yeah, was hoping had, for my birthday. Could we go we, on a vacation? And and, and we can't. Yeah, so we're just doing—we're doing, doing stuff around the house. I mean, it's just. We're fixing up the house and doing doing it that yeah. way, you know. It's like, okay, we, we wanted to, to get these countertops, we'll do that. We went to Arkansas because the odds were better there because there wasn't as many people, and we were getting out of do California. Do you drive them or fly? Do you drive? Like we, we have ended up staying in Arkansas this whole time because – is it? It's yeah. still not really safe to go back to California. It's safe. It's, it's not safe to fly. They're saying they're saying even it's not even the airplane itself, which I thought would probably be the most dangerous. They're saying it's going through the damn airports with everybody going back, and which makes sense. Yeah. And now with this damn new strain that's coming out, what the hell's going to happen with that? Well, I feel a lot better than I do a year ago. I can tell you that. What about this new variant though that's out there? I, I, I think it, I think any problems that come up now, I think they'll they'll get addressed and they'll get I'm handled. Hoping. You know, because yeah, they're saying, well, well, the shots, you know, it can protect you, you know, possibly somewhat, but they don't know about this this new variant. Like like with with this this basic COVID, yeah, these shots are going to definitely help that. But what about this new variant that's out there now? We're getting bombarded with all this bullshit. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. Anybody on uh, here have their shots? Is anybody on here? Is anybody on here ready to get uh, shots? I know JB. I got my. I know JB uh, was fixing to get his first one. I got my second yeah. shot last Thursday. I got, I got my first one. All right, JB's had yeah. one. Teresa, you've had two. Yes. Okay. Right. Oh, good for I'm so glad, Teresa, because you've been so that, sick. Uh, oh, Candace, you have not, since you have not been around, you haven't got to hear my good news. What? I got Tell me. I got, a, I got a job as a paraprofessional at the school district here in Leavenworth. And so because of that, I was able to get both shots. Oh, thank goodness! Yeah, that's great. Congratulations! Yeah. Oh, I don't get a shot. Uh, like Canada's different. You know, it's all the um, the ages. And my mom's uh, got her shot. She's she's uh, eighty nine, but I have to wait quite a while. And I'm autoimmune, so I don't know if I can even get the shot. So there you go. In our situation. Oh, in our situation yeah. with us being in Arkansas right now, it's, I mean, I, I, every state has all the, the different phases. Phase one, these people get it. Phase two, yeah, that's these a, people that's get what it. We're at, you know, yeah. that's that's the way it is. And I mean, you know, we're not old enough. We're not old enough to get it. 
I think I could get it because of having asthma. Um, but I don't want well, to go see. get it if JJ can't go get it. Yeah, see here, Jim, they won't give people with asthma the shots until um, apparently they're working on a vaccine in Canada for people that are autoimmune and people that have asthma. My son has asthma. He can't have the shot here. Well, in Arkansas, if you've got asthma, you can get you can have a shot. Oh yeah, it's different here. Yeah, well, I think yeah. it varies. I think it varies state to state everywhere, really. There's not yeah. just We're just like you, though, Jim. We're in the phases also, and I'm not going to see yeah. it until the tail end. Yeah, I'm going to be one yeah. of the last ones to get it, which sucks. Yeah, and and, and yeah, I, my, I, I, still, uh, I still know some people that are I know some people that are worried about taking it. Um, I had this conversation yeah, with. Our, oh, we have many out here that, that are saying they're not going to. Well, I had this conversation with our guy in Arkansas that that does all our yard work and little chores or whatever we need done, and I talked to him about it. And uh, he's not old enough to get it yet, but I talked to him about when he was able to get it, and he said, "I don't, I don't know. Ain't it killing people?" I said, "No, it's not killing people." And then I talked to his wife and asked her about it, and she said, there ain't no way I'm taking it. I'm scared of it. There ain't no way I'm taking it. I'm trying to convince both of them you need to because he's out in the public a lot. He don't just simply and solely work for us. He has other accounts. He has other yards he takes care of. He's all over the place. He yeah. needs to have that shot. Right. So, and and I don't I'm not I'm I'm definitely not making it a, a racist thing, but they're both black, and those are the ones that seem to be more leery about about taking, taking it. Yeah, out here too. Shot. I don't understand it. Yeah, I know. I don't either. Do you I know either. But what, what I, was told, I was told, I was told by our mayor, I was told by our mayor. Look, a lot of people listen to you, and. If you you can talk talk to some of these these black friends that you have, maybe they'll listen to you. Maybe they'll go get these shots. Um, so at least try. So that's what I was doing. I was at least trying to explain and make sense of it to him. I think I've almost got him, but I don't think I'm gonna get her. <laughs> but I think I've almost got him. They're talking now about rolling them out. Um, they're doing them at Walmart around Arkansas now. They're talking about rolling them out now where Dollar General does them because they're in so many tiny, small, rural areas that have elderly population where people can't really go nowhere else except that little town. So they're talking about starting to give shots at Dollar General. I'm telling you, there ain't much, there ain't much, there ain't much Biden ain't figured out about this. But boy, I sure am glad to hear you because we sure were worried. I was, I was getting worried too, and I kept meaning to ask him. Where you been? Because I was even at the New Year's Eve uh, 
podcast. Uh, yeah, I that was Stephen. Yeah, that holiday party. I totally missed. Yeah, I totally missed that holiday party because of stuff going on at home. Yeah, but that, after that, I kept looking to see if you guys were doing shows and you didn't. And Steve said, Steve said, well, maybe you know, you know her and her husband they go out. I said, but she always makes it home in time to at least join us for a little bit. She ain't never missed one of our New Year's Eve parties. Mm-mm. So no, my husband was home then. That was when we were going through this quarantine with him, you know, bullshit. So yeah. my head wasn't even there. I mean, a lot of stuff was going on around holiday time. Yeah. I mean, Kansas, Kansas they just had, at that, uh, Jim had a uh, podcast just to talk about the uh, bull crap at the uh, Capitol. See, I would have loved those shows. The only ones I was seeing for the longest time, Jim, were your sports ones. So I figured you weren't doing other shows. So, like, maybe yeah, once we, a month we, I would check to see if you were doing, doing shows memory. or whatever. It was all so, the sports shows you were doing. Yeah, we, Football we started. Shows. <laughs> and you really, got, you really need to listen to the one where we had uh, um, Michael Snow and Matt Bischoff. Because it's oh, really I'm going to listen to those. I want to listen to all the Survivor ones that I missed. Yeah, you want, I think I did like really something. You really want to hear what Tessa has to say as being a wife of someone that's out there and what yeah. it was like for her. We had right. Matt's wife, Tessa, on that And podcast. I was sad to hear about Jonathan Penner's wife dying. Oh, God, I yes. found that oh. out listening to your show. Yeah. I didn't yeah, know that. I, I had, oh, that's I had, so sad. I had, him, I, had a, I had sent him a message about being on one of those pods because it was one of um, the seasons he was I think it was the night Abby Maria was on. Abby was, yep. she was great as normal. I mean, she has no filter. Um, Artist Sylvester was great. Zane Knight was great. Um, but Penner didn't actually see my message until the day after the show. And he's like, he's like, oh, my God, Jim, I'm sorry. I just now am seeing this. I, I've been so busy. And then he's, and then instead of uh, anything personal, he, he went right into, well, how did it go? How did the show go? He was interested on how the show went. He wanted to know how it went. And I said it was great, and they, they love you, you know, they talked great about you. They all said um, when when it come out that it was you and Swan and Scooping, they all hoped they would end up with you. So um, it, that's a that's a really good pod, um, and and it, and it was kind of funny because leading into it, Steve and I talked about it. And we're like, you know, this one could kind of blow up because. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, artists and Abby weren't the greatest of friends out there. And I said, I know, I'll, just, I'll, I'll try to keep it told that. But I didn't have to. They had already let everything go. They didn't have any issues with each other. They were as friendly as they could be. And Zane it's was usually just, just big brother people that have the the, the grudges. 
Yeah. The big Zion, brother Zion Zion really just, hold the grudge. just a nut. Whenever you have, <laughs> I think. Whenever you have Zane on, you just get ready to laugh because he's just a nut. He's a nut. <laughs> Zane, yeah. I'm so, sure. Uh, yeah, that po- that podcast could have gone on all night. If we uh, yeah, if we had the opportunity, have. it too. was so I'm good. So bummed I missed out on those shows. I'm telling you, I really am. Well, you got, I would have been if I would have really known good, you were doing those shows. I would have been there. Trust me. You got some really good <laughs> listening to catch up on, and uh, when we do some more of these Survivor memory, um, oh, I love uh, those kind of things. We have some more guests on. Um, then you can be on there and, and you can ask your questions. You can argue yeah. your comments. But boy, I would have loved to have been able to have been part of that season 14 show with Ashley and JoJo because, man, oh, that season we, just ticked me the hell off. It really we, did. We just Jim, I, that I was a the, great uh, season. That we thought with that cast and that drama, we thought that was a great season to do. Jim, I it do was have a, the, uh, Season 14 uh, was, was a terrific, was a great cast. The thing that yeah, where they screwed the, uh, it up, I felt, ready. was bringing in the returnees with the whole, you know, coach bullshit. They didn't need that. Yeah. This cast see, would have been great all on their own. And see, we, we talked about that a lot, too, um, Candace, because, you know, I had the spoilers that year. I had told everybody who the captains were going to be and how they were going to reenter the game. And I had told them Willie Hans was going to be on. I told a bunch of spoilers. And... Um, JoJo wasn't the type to look around on the internet and read up, so she didn't know. That's what she, she said. said it yeah, really made, it really made sense that really knew that because he was saying the whole time they ain't gonna just stay captains. They gonna come in the game. They gonna come in the game. She said Willie was so worried about that early in the season. Mm-hmm. They, they all go come but in again. told him. Well, weren't you friends with Russell at that time, too? Because he would have known that from you also. Big time. Weren't you Big and Russell still Russell friends, friends at that, that point time. when he was on? Yeah, and we're going to talk a little bit about Russell later on when we discuss the catfish episode that him, Cowboy Michael Ellis, James Hewling. Well, I want to tell uh, you the, something. I know a little bit about that one. Because well, Cowboy and my friend Cherry, you know, they're very good friends. That A lot of that was staged, just so you yeah, know this. I, the whole I, Russell thing, me. Jim, the whole trust Russell me, thing I, was bullshit. Trust me, I got the emails to prove it, it from was the bullshit. girl. I talked to the girl. They're still together, yeah, Cowboy and her. No, they're not. Oh, no, they just, not. Well, they must have broke up recently. But when they Neither. did the show, when the show aired, they were still together. You, you really... Who are you talking about was together? Um, uh, Cowboy and, and the girl. And Julia? Julia? No. See, you're, you're behind. Julia is now claiming she's a lesbian. Well, this, okay, but this happened right after the show aired because Cherry and Cowboy would talked. So yeah, she well, knew he was going to be coming on you, the show. She, we're, she we're, told me. I never watched Catfish. She told me to watch the show be because of it. Of the night. That's what we've been promoting. I've even tweeted at Neve and Tammy to let them know I was going to drop these bombs tonight, and I've got email proof. Um, I, I had word with Cowboy about it. The girl was on board. The girl, 
He really liked her. I wouldn't get into all of it yet because i got to run do something with one of, the, one of the kids you're saying. But I'll tell you this much, Kansas. The girl has never even talked to Russell before that night. It was, was bullshit. The James Hewling thing was real. That all was up and up. They brought Russell in just for the entertainment value of it. He's not even close with Cowboy. It was from 2017 when she talked to to James Hewling, 2017. And she told me she has never even talked to Russell, and she's scared to death of it. Yeah, it was bullshit. He was brought on just for the entertainment value. Cowboy was telling Cherry that. That was all BS. I never heard of that. Well, we got a lot to talk about when we get on that topic because um, yeah. I know Melissa's on here too, and Melissa figured a whole bunch of it out too. Because I was shocked to hear from Cherry that he was still with this girl, and I was because I was saying to her at the time, "I hope he knows what he's doing," you know, because he just broke up. I didn't even know that he broke up with his wife. I mean, this was all like such news to me. The last I remember hearing with Cowboy, he was happily married and whatever. So that was kind of sad. No, he got arrested for child abuse, and then the divorce happened. He apparently strangled his his stepson. Well, they were – from what he said, you know, I don't – I'm not close to Cowboy. But from what I heard with that whole thing was that the son had a lot of issues going on. And it was something that escalated, but it you know they're okay now. They're in a good place now, or I mean, whatever. Still, still doesn't get, still, still doesn't give the excuse to do that though. <laughs> I agree, you know. But no. from what I, what he said, you know, I agree. When I heard the whole story too, I was like appalled. But from his his way of saying, he was saying the son was having a lot of issues, and the son started it, and it was kind of to get him to calm down or whatever, and it was blown out of proportion, whatever yeah, bullshit. But the son was you so know. young, Kansas, so young. He, I mean, he was a teenager. Um, yeah, I don't I don't I mean, agree with Russell. Y'all, I don't agree with any of it. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody came up in our minds group. No, it was JJ. I think it was JJ that brought it up. Um, she said, "Okay, Jim, let's just say let's just say that you and Christopher, when Christopher was fifteen, and y'all got in an argument, a heated argument. Are you going to put Christopher in a choke lock? No. Come on. Oh, he supposedly the kid supposedly." Was violent first, and he had it to try matter. to calm him down or whatever crap. I don't. He, oh, I mean, he's. You know. I don't know what the. I don't. I, I honestly he, don't know. You know, my girlfriend's good friends with him. Like, I don't know him yeah, that well. Like, I, I'm with you on this. When I heard that story too, it, it disgusted me very much. He was yeah, running yeah. for it's city like, council or something there too. Remember that? I don't he was know. running for something. He didn't yeah, get that, it. That, that, that went over like a lead air balloon. <laughs> but it, it, it's it's just like him saying, "Well, it was the kid. He got violent. In other words, it wasn't my fault. It was his fault." I, no, I'm with you. I'm sorry. I am. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. Yeah. Myself personally, I'm not close friends with him. My girlfriend is, so she's well, gonna uh-huh. leave what he says. Well, Me, here, I'm with you on this one. Little... I agree with you. All right, well, let me, all right, let, me, let me give you a little history of how this all came to be. Um, 
and, and all our mods can tell you they watched all this play out. Um, she uh, she won't she. I don't think she's so interested in it now because she's in hiding. But she wanted so badly to either be on Big Brother, The Challenge, Survivor, or something. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Okay. And um, I have found out, now I don't know that's the case with this particular episode, but I have found out from, from research and talking to sources, the way Catfish normally cast their shows they don't cast the person that you think um, they cast first. You know, let's just say, for instance, it's me and you, Kansas, and I'm worried that you're catfishing me. It looks like I'm the one that called in the show, and can y'all help me figure out if she's catfishing me? That's not how they cast the show. Normally, it's the person that's doing the catfishing Really? Yeah. Really? That's the show for two reasons. One, they really do want to stop it. They want it to end. And two, they want to get a TV TV appearance out of it if they're going to stop it. And normally that's how the show gets cast. Now, when I found that out. I'm shocked. When I found that out, it made a little more sense. If you ask my mom, ask Melissa, Laura, JB, Steve, anybody's kept up with this Julia girl and how much attention she wants, don't that sound like something she would have done? Well, honestly, you know, this was a very pretty girl. And I'm not trying to knock Cowboy or anything, but I can't see that many hot women really being into him. I'm, I'm not trying to be mean when I say this. She wasn't into she him. Was- uh, yeah, I, w- I mean, she, she, that, she, I, I she wouldn't was, expect that at all. To she, be, was not, to be real. she was not into him. She um, was, she was, that does she not was trying me. any way possible. She was trying any way possible to get her 15 minutes of fame. It's kind of like, yeah, that me, makes let sense. Me give a little comparison. Let me give a little comparison here. You know how uh, James Ryan from BB6 was always known for hooking up with the newest Big Brother women? To come out of right. uh, to come out of yep. Big Brother. He was, he, he was even on. She was doing. He was even on some TV we shot, some TV show that me and JJ saw that showed him as like a gigolo. I mean, yeah, that's all yeah, he yeah. would yeah. go around and have sex. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Same with Johnny Fairplay was the same way. Both of them were like that. <laughs> this this is sort of what she was doing, but. The difference here is is she's doing it to try and get on one of the shows. One of those shows, yeah. Right. I get she it. Thought she I get it. Basic. See now in his mind, because he's a little bit slow. Do you guys do you guys kind of agree with me on that? He comes across I, to me I as agree. a little bit on I the slower side. I agree and with I that. really yeah. believe in his mind he thought they might have had something going on. Because that's what he told. My, that's what he told Jerry. Now, here's you know, the whole thing. How how does Russell get involved in it? Now you they say brought him that, on, not him. Now, that was the that show. Michael, but I, I know that they are probably closer than you think they are. Um, I I would bet you Michael went to Russell 
and talked to Russell about it. And knowing Russell, he probably said, oh, it's probably just some catfish full of shit, you know. And then all of a sudden, after Russell thinks about it a day or two, he's like, Woo, okay, we might could get on a TV show with this. See, he and, t- he told her that he had nothing to do with Russell on this at all, that the show was the one that put Russell on. Why? Why would that they was, put that Russell on? That was what he said. Why, well, they, why would they put him on? Uh, I don't believe it. Said he was friends with Michael. Said he was friends with Michael. Because he was making yeah, it sound like they really weren't close at all. No. Uh-uh. They, no. Michael no, here, here's, here's I'm just telling you what he said. I'm just telling you what Michael, mm-hmm. these were words that came out of his mouth. I'm with you guys. The, yeah. I don't know what the hell really went down. <laughs> I just know what he said. Well, wait a minute. Here's the thing, Candace, though, that you don't know yet. You don't know this yet. I had I had Cowboy and Julia booked for a podcast with me. I was going to get to the bottom of it. That would have been cool. I would have loved to have heard that. Yeah, but here's what happened. Here's what happened. Julia was all for it. She was all for it. She... She she loved the artwork. She went to the, the trouble of making the artwork. We had started promoting it. I talked to Cowboy, and Cowboy said, as long as we do it together, I think it's cool. Sounds good to me. So I'm going back and forth between Julia and Cowboy, and I'm telling them what each other is telling me. And I told Julia, I said, well, Cowboy said he's fine with it, as long as y'all do it together. And she's like, well, that's cool. But I want you to know, I really, I've never spoke to Russell in my life. Uh, nothing. And she said that was BS what they brought up about James Ewing. Yeah. I did talk to him, but it was four years ago. So that was BS. And she said, I'm just worried about, you know, what's going to come out. And I said, well, you know. It might benefit you if you just tell the truth because it may make you look better than what you looked like on the show. So we had those discussions, and she got excited. She was into it. She was ready for it. The, if I'm not mistaken, Melissa, it was either the day before or two days before when Michael messages me back and says, I can't do the show. And I'm like, yep. why? Well, uh, Julia's, one of Julia's grandparents has got cancer, and and my dad's in the hospital, and we just can't do it right now. So the first thing I thought of was Russell Lance. Russell Lance told Cowboy, don't you dare go on a podcast with Jim Early because he go get the truth out of y'all. So stay away from that podcast. So or you know what else might have happened, Jim? She what? might have broke his heart because he really thought they had something going. Uh, okay, I, that could have happened too. That she might have so. dumped him so. flat. I don't think so. I don't uh-uh. think so. I, don't I was think shocked so. to hear they were still hope. that they were still you know together after that no, showing. No, no, that's shocking. No. She claims now. She claims now that she's a lesbian, and uh, and see that's the whole thing. After the show, why do they do all of this promoting? Like 
We're going to spend Christmas together. He's going to meet my mom. This is so neat, so cool. Everybody likes each other so much. So much, and then the next week, oh, I'm sorry we broke up because uh, she's a lesbian. Come on. She didn't know that when she went on the show. Give me a break. I believe she was playing him. Okay, I really believe this. That she was well, playing doubt, cowboy. I don't, I don't doubt that and at all. And he's gullible enough that he would have. He, his heart was broken all, with the wife, so he was open to a new relationship. And this pretty girl was showing an interest in him, and he wanted to believe he could have something going on with her. And I, I don't believe think, she crushed I, him. I don't. I don't, I don't think, think so. Um, I think it was all a hoax. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree totally with Melissa on this. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have told my friend all of this crap. He wouldn't have uh, told her that. Every bit of it was a hoax. Yeah, he would have. And now I'm starting no, to really believe my wife. He's friends with her. No, he would have told her after, the truth. After, after more and more no. of this has come out, Kansas, I've been promoting it, and I've even been tweeting at the two hosts, Neve and Cammy, and letting them know that I know. And I tweeted at them tonight, and I said, either... Y'all got tricked, or you knew it, and you're involved in it. Now, that's what J.J. thinks. J.J. thinks the show knew and just didn't care. You know, it was just a show to do. They didn't really care. Oh, I believe they that. Knew, they for knew sure. it was they all didn't care. Of course they don't care. It's a program. They don't give a shit. Yeah. I agree with her on that one totally. Yeah. So. I don't think they care about any of the people that come on. It's just yeah. for the show, for the entertainment right. uh, value. Hang on, real quick. Real quick, I don't have this number on my. Oh, here we go. They hung up. Here we go. Nope, they hung up. They hung up. Yeah, uh, but we, we were prepared I'll see if, for I'll this see if tonight. They get back Trust on. me. We, we yeah, were I'll prepared. We were prepared for some. We were prepared for for calls from. Uh, from Cowboy, James, Russell, or Julia. Now, and Melissa, I'm going to let you tell this story because you understood it better than me because I fell for it. Go over the story with Kansas about, um, you know, like when Michael said um, her grandmother, I think it was, had cancer and his dad was in the hospital. And then I got that email from Julia telling me what all she was having to do because of her grandmother being uh, in the hospital with cancer. And I think Laura chimed in on that a little bit in the group. Melissa, go over that conversation that you saw I had with Laura. Go over that with Kansas. Um, Basically, she was saying, yeah, and it's really hard, and we have to wear gloves when we give her her chemo because it's so strong. And I'm like, um, she would not be giving her the chemo. She's not going to be giving her the chemo. It's going to be her medical her medical um, staff or the, her medical team that's going to be giving her the chemo. But Laura has yeah. said, well, maybe she's just taking a pill. And I said, well, she wouldn't need gloves to take a pill. Right, um, right. Yeah. I think the whole excuse about her grandmother and his father, and if I'm wrong, I apologize because I don't wish any any uh, ill will on anybody. I, I hope they're both healthy as they can be. But those things sure did pop up real quickly 
when it was time for the show, why didn't that come up in the uh, two-week conversations leading up to booking this thing? Why didn't they say we may have to back out at the last minute because of the? And how come when Cowboy and I talked, how come he didn't at least say, Jim, I'm sorry that y'all have done this work on this, but this has come up and this has come up and this has come up, but we're going to make it up to you because we're still going to do the show. We just can't do it yet, okay? Now, why didn't he take that approach instead of trying to jump on my ass like, and tell me I was, he, called, he said I was a bully trying to make him do the show. Is that what he said to you? Yeah. Wow. All right, hang on real quick, Jim. Jim, uh, real quick, we have uh, area code 440 uh, joining us on the line. Oh, shit. All right, call in your own air. Yeah, yeah. So you know that uh, Cowboy's dad died, right? Like he posted that two days ago. No, I don't. I'm not friends with him on Facebook, so I don't know that. It's on. Like I just said, well, I, I don't like, wish any ill towards. It, it's on um, Twitter, so you're. So it's understandable if he wouldn't be in the space to want to do your fucking show. So, like, understand that there are other situations and other real things that go on in people's lives that they can't just drop and cater to you. So if other things are going on, yeah, you need understand. to be the understandable party. We, they have we the obligation to We understand that, but why, was it brought, why wasn't it brought up uh, before then and until last minute? And why wouldn't he just say what's going on and say, but we'll get back to you, and we'll, you know, we can redo this some sometime later. Because his first thought probably isn't to be like, oh, I need to, to reschedule this interview with with a podcast. It's the first thought is, oh my gosh, I'm losing yet another family member, and I need to focus on that. Like, who in their right mind, who's just lost their wife in a divorce? lost his mother and is losing his father who was well, obviously things health takes a turn and not everyone's going to we can want to give you every single detail right off the bat oh my like, god he doesn't owe you a whole thing about his whole life just because you demand it because you're on it you're on your timeline like he's on his own timeline that like, he can't even control with his dad dying. like he's already been through so much he's been on catfish he's been every like so you're out here exposing someone that couldn't do your show because of an actual family emergency. You really think he's not going to be like, fuck you? No, I'm not. I'm when not you're trying to say, I'm going to expose you because you're not I'm going not on the show, that's what you're saying. capitalizing on his misery, on I'm, their situation. You're capitalizing on it right now with this podcast. I'm exposing the whole damn thing on the show, back to the show when it was filmed. That whole damn thing was BS. But you don't even know that. You're here saying that. I know that, it from okay, Julia's yeah, so, email. <laughs> okay, she, Julia, did not contact the show. I'll give you that. 100%. You can put that on, on me on this call. I will be your source. I'm not giving you my name, but I'll, I'll be your source. There you go. She didn't call the show. She wasn't trying to look for fame or attention 
or whatever you think it was, just because she wanted to be on Big Brother. She talked to Michael because she wanted to be on Big Brother. That's she talked what about Big Brother to Michael. That's what we've been debating, how it went down like that. Because I've, I've done a lot of researching and talking to people about, you know, that were with this show. Normally, that's what happens. Normally, the person doing the catfishing is the one that contacts and they book them first. Now, maybe that didn't okay. happen in this. Maybe that didn't happen. That didn't I don't happen. know. I just brought that point up that normally that's what happened. Um I can give you I can give you examples if you want those. I can give you examples. Uh, well, I don't got need them. examples. It's not. I've got them. I've got them. One, what happened to one? Them to you. Did Mark. you talk to Julia? And did you, did Julia say she contacted the show? No, she no, didn't. No, I didn't say. No, I didn't say. Julia said she contacted the show. No, I did not say that. I said we're debating. How it happened? Did she contact him? Did Cowboy contact him? Or maybe Russell Hans contacted him. She didn't contact them. So there you go. It wasn't her. Well, and maybe Michael didn't either. Maybe Russell did. Maybe Russell's the one that contacted him. She got taken advantage of, if anything. By I, I people, agree. if that was the case, I agree with that. I agree with that, and I know well, you guys are over me. there saying, "Oh, she wanted attention. She wants attention so bad." And that's well, what I mean, I think afterwards, I think afterwards she did, and she, she, I mean, come on, she wants to get on the show, and that's okay. So of course, so her grandmother, her that was a thing. There's nothing wrong with that. But she did tell me that the stuff they used about her and James was four years old. And they tried to bring it up like it just happened. I'm sure they they do that a lot with a lot of stories. <laughs> like it's MTV. I, like you're made a character of. They do it with I, their own I, shows. I agree with that after finding out all the stuff I found out about this show. Um, there's a lot. I mean, it's, there's a lot of crazy stuff. It, and another thing I found out about this show is um, the producers are the ones that know the story that they're telling. They do leave it up to Neve. It used to be Max and Ask Cammy to do the work and the research and stuff. Um, but they already know the ending. They work. It, it's like playing a game. I've always said, like, when you play Survivor, you try to play backwards. You try to figure out how you want to be at the end and work to that point. On this show, they know the ending first, and then they work backwards to tell the story. Um, That's just how they do it. And they said that the people that are the most in the dark about what is really going on are the host. They leave them in the dark, so... They get real reactions from them. Neve don't know why it's going to end. Tammy don't know why it's going to end. All the only people that know how it's going to end are the producers because they've already talked to all the people involved. So um, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry about Cowboy's father. I don't have anything against Cowboy. I've interviewed Cowboy before. 
Um, I just think it's interesting as to how this whole thing came about and who all was in on it and who wasn't, you know. And it may, honest to God, may have been Russell Hans that engineered the whole thing. With Julia being scared of Russell like she is, um, that makes sense to me that Russell had more of a part of it than we know. Because I know Russell on Twitter, by the way, about his dad. I don't. I don't follow him. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. And nobody. Nobody is. Nobody's posted it in the uh, Big Brother Whispers group. So. Honestly, I didn't know. I'm sorry for his loss. I really am. I just, that's terrible. And, yeah, he's gone through a lot lately. But um, in my conversation with him, maybe I caught him on a bad night um, because everything was all set up. Um, The artwork was done. We were ready to go. And then he backed out last minute, and she wasn't backing out. She was still ready to go. Um, and then I started asking him why he came up with, uh, the thing about his dad, the thing about her grandmother. And so then I went to her and, um, she said, well, here's the thing about my grandmother. And, uh, Melissa covered that a few minutes ago. And, um, then it was like, uh, I said, well, we're going to just, Michael, we're still going to discuss this on the podcast um, and let fans talk about what they think happened. And uh, I said, you, you're welcome to call in or listen in. And he said, I will, and I'll have all my damn friends calling and listening to you too. So. Well, I'm not his friend. I just know. Um, I, I always got along. I, we even discussed the idea of having um, adding the Comas to the podcast. If, if if they were okay with both of them, were okay with that. We were talking about uh, putting her on the podcast too. So those those were the plans. And and as far as catfish goes, um, I, I still tend to think. My wife was right. I think they knew the whole time what all was going on. They knew what they knew what the truth was. They knew how it was going to end. Um, it's a TV show, and they had a couple of ex-reality people on there. They thought it would generate some ratings. Um, maybe these reality people that were on there thought it would generate some attention. Um, and the only thing I can say about Julia as far as her interactions with me, she was always nice as she could be. She was very nice. And yeah. she was very, very upset about her grandmother. It is she's been crying and, and breaking down and now we've had those conversations. You almost so you, you know what? You almost sound like her sister. No. Mm-hmm. Check the area code. I'm from Ohio. Oh, uh, well, all right. Well, I know she. I know she vanished after all of this, 
but she had told me she was deactivating um, before. In fact, when the idea first came up to do the pod, um, she said, well, I've deactivated everywhere. I've told everybody I'm leaving and I'm off social media, so what am I going to tell people? I said, well, one thing, you can tell them, oh, I forgot this one other thing that we had planned. So I'm going to do that, and then I'll be gone again. Or just say you decided to come back, you know, or either just don't do the show. I really think she wanted to do the show, and I really think she wanted the truth to come out about the whole thing. Um, uh, I think she didn't know how to tell you guys no. You think what now? Okay. I think that she didn't know how to tell you no. Well, it may be, but with the timing of the whole thing, it sure it looked like. Because because all the way through it, to me, talking back and forth to her and, and Cowboy, it looked like she was the one kind of making the decisions, and Cowboy was just going along with whatever she wanted to do. As long as, long as that's what Julia wants to do, I'm okay with it. That's kind of how it felt to me. And then, um, for some reason, it turned right there at the end, and I don't know, I, I still, I'm just telling you, this has got Russell Hans stamped all over it. I, I just, I'm you know what, though, Tim, this is real life. Right? I'm, I'm so sad hearing all of this, and I'm feeling awful right now, just to let you know. I'm feeling awful right now. This is real life. You know, these stupid yeah. shows are, you know, the, are, are stupid entertainment, but I'm feeling very guilty, and I feel very apologetic for things I was saying before. You know, we talk gossipy, and we talk, you know, these are real people, though, and I'm feeling really bad right now. And this lady's call puts a lot into perspective, at least. I mean, these are real life. You know, these are their family members. You know, it, it, it's just a catfish is just some stupid reality show. But this is their families. I'm very sad to hear all of this. So I feel bad right now. I feel I'm sorry for what I said before. I feel bad right now. I'm feeling terrible right now. I really am. I wish I didn't say a word about any of them. I I really do. I feel bad. These are their families. That's what's important. Not some stupid reality show, you know? It doesn't matter. Well, yeah, I don't think it doesn't matter. Killed Michael's dad. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm very sorry to hear all of that. This is their families, and believe me, I, I feel so sorry. I don't, I, I don't, you know, I don't know her. I just knew him from, you know, Big Brother and stuff. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure there's. I'm there's sorry a lot to hear these things. Know. You know, I feel terrible right now. I really do. <laughs> Well, at least I told you now before you continued on. Um, never, yeah, thank but, you. Yeah, I'm done. I'm not saying another word. I, I apologize. I do. I truly apologize with all my heart. Yeah, you got any other I, speculation? And like, like I said earlier, I, I don't wish ill upon nobody. I was hoping both were okay, the grandmother and the father, and obviously 
Michael has lost his father, and that's horrible now. Our prayers and our thoughts will go out for him. Um, yeah. But as far as what we were talking about the show, it's still kind of a mystery as to how that how that weird combination of people came to be. You know, it's. I mean, would you the the caller from the the caller who's called in to try to give more information on Michael and let us know about his dad and everything? Would you at least agree that it's it's kind of odd the way that combination came up? On catfish. Um, no, I mean, I can see how it got there. She talked to him because I, I mean, I listened to Michael's uh, interview with Russell Hands after the show. They had their own thing, and yeah. Michael himself said that. Julie only ever talked to him about Big Brother and that that was she kept it like Big Brother, didn't send him pictures, didn't send him like he got like a picture of her toe, like that was it. Like it said it. So but, you know, if she was pursuing him that, if she was pursuing him. Another thing that didn't make sense though was I think on that show a conversation or some text they showed between her and her sister appeared as though they didn't even watch much TV. They didn't even watch reality TV. <laughs> uh, so, so I know that part. That part is we don't watch reality TV. We watch fake TV. There, there was a obviously, joke in there that they obviously she watched. I mean, she knew a lot about Big Brother and Survivor and the challenge. And, um, right. The, the joke, now, the joke I, I that they didn't this, air. I'll tell, you some, I'll tell you something else I learned about Catfish when I was researching them about this tonight. Some of it is scripted, and there have been other players that come off the show and said, well, that's not what was really said, and that text never happened. They added that in. <laughs> I mean, you can look at, watch you watch the live feeds from Big Brother and see how different the live feeds are from the actual edited show of Big Brother and how they manipulate situations. So uh, apply that to, to this. Obviously, it's a TV show. It's a reality, but it's not. That's that was the joke. We don't watch reality TV. We watch fake TV because it's fake, and they're well aware that it's fake. That was a joke that didn't get aired, but okay, I'll I'll, I'll give you that one. Uh, yeah. Hmm. So, what do you think, Melissa? <laughs> what do you think about how how did all this go down? <laughs> Well, I'm sorry to hear that his brother or his father died. I'm really sorry to hear that. Um, but I just think that there is still just too much fish going on. I mean, it stinks. And um, like Julia saying, I never spoke a lick to Russell. I have no idea what's going on. Um, I think, in, just in my opinion, I think that it was all figured out between 
Julia Michael and Russell Hance what they were going to do on Catfish. I think they all had a part in it. Um, and that's just the way that it is. I okay, think they so, all had a part in it. So well, what about James, James Ewing? Was he not a part of that? I mean, how did he end up involved in it? Um, I think that uh, if she had said anything about having been in touch with James at any point, then they just had simply had him say that it was recent when it really wasn't. Well, it, well I, I, I can tell you according to her words to me, it was not recent. It, she told me it was between 2016-2017. And she said it amounted mm-hmm. to nothing, and they just blew it up. Yep. Um, so. I I can see that, um, but I just uh, like I said, I think that it's all. I think that it was all. Um, the whole show was all made up. And you think, do you do you do you think the show knew and went along with it, or you think they got fooled? Um, it's like you said, the producers probably knew, and if they didn't tell the the people that were actually doing the show, they may not have known, but the producers knew. Okay. Who do you Somebody think, who had you think, to have known. Who do you think was the first one to contact the show? Do you think it was Russell, Michael, Julia, or James? Well, I'm going to else. say probably, I'm going to say Russell. Um, okay. It, ha- it has Russell written all over it. See, I kind of think that way, too. I may be wrong, mm-hmm. but I kind of think that way, too. Um, Laura, are you still on here? Me? No, she uh, she she uh, got off uh, sometime uh, near the what, end of the what first about, hour. Uh, Jay, what about Teresa, JB, anybody else that saw the show? Uh, Teresa and JB are still on the line. I don't know that if they saw the episode, though. That's what I'm asking. Uh, there's no need you commenting if you didn't at least even see it. Yeah, JB, JB didn't see it, so I'm not going to comment. Okay. All right. Teresa, I can't did comment. you see it? <clears throat> Teresa, did you see it? Teresa, are you still breathing? I think she may be. She may have muted herself, possibly. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, hang on. Um, no, she disconnected actually as well. I, I just looked. There's no. Uh, there's her area code isn't on here anymore. All right. Well, we got Kansas, and Kansas. I, I know you're very apologetic over some of your earlier thoughts, but just looking at it as as the TV show as catfish um, and the people involved, 
How do you think this came to be? Did Russell call I don't him? even want to say anymore. I wish I didn't say. I wish I never chimed in on any of this. I, I, I just feel awful. I, I'm not saying another word. <laughs> All I can say is my condolences to Michael and and his and Julia. That's all I'm going to say. I'm I'm done. I feel horrible. I feel so awful right now. All right, Steve, what about you? What What are your thoughts as far as how this even got cast? Well, the way the way I look at it is is that it's now keep in mind I I did not see the show. But I only saw bits and pieces of it. Uh, but knowing what I know about how MTV does some of their uh, does some of their shows like the challenge and whatnot, uh, usually there's they add in some sort of uh, some sort of mix or some, some sort of twist to the show. Like for example, uh, Lolo. For, who, who was on the most recent challenge season, she actually said that production basically told her to flat out quit the show and that they would, they would basically, uh, you know, they would address it in a, in a certain way, but that basically it was her time to leave, uh, to leave the current season that is now, that is now still airing on MTV, uh, the challenge, uh, double agents. Uh, right. so I, I don't doubt that maybe part of this was true. Like maybe perhaps, uh, Michael wanted to, or C- Cowboy wanted to know the truth, you know, behind everything. And maybe perhaps uh, the network. But here, here, the network right, probably here's my question about that. Here's my question about that. And maybe our our, our new caller um, that seems to know some of this. Maybe maybe she knows some of this. Um, because from what I gather, from what I gather, Julia didn't actually come on that strong. To Michael, like, let's be a couple, but Michael was really infatuated with her. Um, am I, I mean, if you know, I mean, enlighten us, because I've never actually had the feeling that Julia would, all she's ever told me about Michael was that he's such a really nice guy, you know, um, and everybody knew that. that she never went into, you know, deep feelings for him. So, um, do you know anything about that? Well, Michael himself said that he pursued Julia, that she was only talking about Big Brother, which is obviously why she contacted him. She wanted to discuss Big Brother, how'd you get on it, like, what's it like, you, you know, the ins and outs, which right. is something you would do for any, I mean, you want to be a doctor, who are you going to ask? You're not a doctor, it's like to be a doctor. So you want to be on Big Brother, that's your goal, and, you know, something you hope to achieve one day, you're going to talk to a bunch of Big Brother people. Right. And find out, you know, the differences between the seasons. So, yeah, she started talking to him about that. Um, obviously, she is not ugly, and, uh, you know, he said that he pursued her 
and that she straight up said, I don't want a relationship, uh, this and that. I can believe that. And he kept going. I can believe that. I can believe that. 100% I can I can believe that. Just from talking to her, um, and when she talks about him, um, like I said, there, there's never any of that, oh, we had this touching moment or this or it's. It was always, he's, he's such a really nice guy. You know, and, and we, we all know what that means in this world. If you're just such a really nice guy, you're not dating me. <laughs> so, well, that would make sense because she's a lesbian. So. Yeah, right, right. Which was kind of <laughs> odd that they do the show and then that comes out after they have the Christmas meeting with her family. Why wouldn't that have come out on the show? That she likes women? It did no, come that out. she was she a lesbian. On the show she likes women. No, no. Yeah. Why, why didn't it come out on the show? Yeah, I mean, he's been really sweet. We're really good friends. But I'm a lesbian. Um, I mean, she did say that she likes women on the show. That that was. Do you think that that was? Do you think? Do you think that was the show's influence? Saying no, no, don't, don't say that, don't say that. Well, what she's trying to say Uh, is on the show, she actually did say that she likes women. Okay. I I mean, it wasn't something that was hidden. Well, let, I, I want you. I want you guys to bear with me for a minute because I'm gonna read you something, and it's gonna take a minute or two. So, I'm, I'm just gonna ask you to bear with me. But I'm gonna read you something about the show. It has nothing to do with the episode we're talking about, but it has something to do with the show. Um, Catfish chooses its participants by screening them through an online casting application. But what happens when the applicants aren't being truthful? In one of the series' most memorable episodes, producers may have been the ones who really got catfished. Season 2, Artist and Jess, J-E-S-S. Artist falls in love with a gorgeous blonde named Jess, despite having a girlfriend and a baby at home. When Artist begins to suspect Jess isn't who she says she is, he contacts Catfish to investigate. Nev and Joseph track down the person claiming to be Jess, and the confrontation becomes uncomfortable almost immediately as Jess is revealed to be a man named Justin. Now, shortly after this episode, Justin, who was called Jess on the show, came forward to say every bit of it was a hoax. He claimed him and Artis knew each other before the episode was filmed. The two conspired together to dupe the show's producers and host, and one of them was an aspiring actor, and they wanted to gain enough attention to hopefully land their own show. They're still great friends, they even pitched an idea for a show to MTV 
which, of course, after tricking catfish, never happened. So um, that's something else that happens with this show. The, the show itself gets catfished. They get tricked. They get fooled. Um, Michael's feelings were ever bit real, though. So, but it, I mean, it's not manufactured. Oh, I don't, I don't doubt, I don't doubt, I don't doubt Michael's feelings at all. Not one bit. I don't doubt his feelings at all. None. I think out of everybody involved, his feelings were the deepest and most honest. So I don't know. I still, I'm. We're into our we're into our over overtime hour now. It's our third hour. Um, and new caller, you need to know this. If you accidentally get disconnected or hang up now on this last hour, we can't get you back on on this third hour. So please stay connected because you brought up some great points. It's been fun talking to you. Um, and everybody else, whoever's still here, don't get disconnected because we got one more hour left. Um, there have been other people come forward to accuse the show of manipulating their their storylines. There was somebody on season four named Samantha, and this was on the the episode of Stephen and Samantha. Um, She contacted the show to see if she was getting catfished. However, the show flipped it around and made her the catfish. So they flipped it all around to where the person wondering about being catfished was going to be shown as being the actual catfish. So, I mean, I don't know how you, I don't know how you trust a whole lot about this show. Well, it's, you know, it's it's like it's like I said earlier, uh, sort of connecting it with with the challenge that MTV. I mean, clearly, ever since they they switched over to reality TV, they've all been about you know trying to trying to get as much as much drama as much entertainment as possible. On the on the television screen, uh, to right. the point of where, I mean, let's let's face it. At this point, right now, their best ratings uh, uh, to show just exactly how desperate they are. Their their best ratings giant right now is ridiculousness with Rob Deerdick. That's well, really, well, they show it like twenty four hours a day. I mean, yeah. So. You know, uh, like I like I said with uh, with the challenge, you know, I don't doubt that uh, that production of catfish may be sort of manipulated a couple of uh, a couple of details about the whole thing. 
And for all we know, Russell may really have just been brought on just to, uh, I forget who it was that mentioned it earlier, uh, to basically provide the entertainment of of the show. Because, you know, everybody uh, everybody knows that with Russell, if Russell's going to be on the show, that means his fan base is going to watch. That means that, uh, you know, the ratings will be, will be higher uh, in theory for, for that catfish episode. Yeah. My, my whole thing, my whole thing with it is I think, I think James is a non-entity. I mean, he, he should not even have been involved. Uh, because I trust what she told me, um, that she hadn't even spoken to him. And like she said, 2016, 2017, I, I don't have no reason to doubt that. Um, so I think he's a non-entity. I think the show just brought him on for that. I don't know where they would have got that information that he had also been talking to her. Um, Unless Russell got it from somewhere, maybe Russell knew James. Maybe Russell talked to Cowboy. Maybe Cowboys like I really dig this chick. And Russell, I'm gonna tell you how Russell is now. If it's if it's a hot girl and you're talking to him, he gets jealous. He don't want you talking to him. He wants to talk to him. And Julia's a pretty girl. Um, maybe he knew James. Maybe he's the one brought James into it, because I don't see uh, I don't see Julia bringing him into it. I don't see Cowboy bringing him into it. I think the only person that could have brought James into it was Russell. Does that make well, sense, Melissa? Yep, I think it makes sense. I think Russell is, yeah. Russell is Russell. Yeah. It has Russell written all over it. <laughs> and he, he don't, Russell, don't, Russell. Russell, don't, Russell don't really care how much it pays because catfish don't pay that much. I mean, uh, Russell don't care what it pays. He just wanted, he wanted to be on TV again, and he's running out of options. He's running out of places to go. You know, um, I can't believe he hasn't been on the challenge yet, Steve. Yeah, well, I think he's kind of fallen out of the age range at this point for MTV uh, to find him uh, usable, you know, for Well, I mean, yeah, and we know, for the we know all the answers. We know all the answers are blacklisted at CBS. They can never be on CBS again. So maybe CBS has this deal with MTV, like, no, y'all can't put them on because we've got them black. Well, they are they they are owned by the same parent company, uh, Viacom, so it's yeah. entirely possible. Yeah. What about our other caller? Um, can you see any other way change would have been brought into it? It doesn't look like Julia or Cowboy would have brought him into it. Looks like it would have had to be Russell. I don't think Russell would have known too much about Julia and James speaking. I think it would have been 
when the producers were going through her friends list looking for other big names that they could potentially drag into it, I think the yeah. producers probably contacted them. And, you know, because James was kind of a, I'm assuming a bigger name. I don't know. I don't watch Big Brother. Uh, That's possible. But... <laughs> Yeah, that's that, that's my 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 theory on it is that they contacted James and they just happened to, uh, you know. I and mean, then, of course, she's going to talk to someone. But all right, so so what happens? So so James says, "Oh yeah, I think I talked to her like uh, four years ago." One of the producers like, "Oh, okay, well, forget that. We're going to act like it just happened." You think that's what happened? They acted like James. They acted like Russell happened. So, I mean, <laughs> Russell, Russell on his own show is saying if I would have talked to her, it would have been like nine years ago, but he's a betting man and he's sure that he would have talked to her or that she would have been in the thing. And he's saying it from nine years ago. So either she's that memorable that you remember a random girl that would have messaged you nine years ago and not well, no, I'm, I'm you're a betting man. That's just Russell trying to be stud Russell like they all want me first. I'm and and I'm I'm telling you, I trust what she told me. She told me she'd never talked to Russell before. And the other thing she said about Russell was she was scared of him. No, I don't think she's scared of him. Well that's what she told me. I don't know. The whole the whole thing is just too fishy. I I just I can't pinpoint it. Something's not right in Denmark. Well, you may be right. You may be right. Wait, Denmark. But I, I, I can't tell you. It's the same. Russell does. Russell does. Russell does scare some females. I've been through that before. I told y'all the story about how he scared the hell out of Angie Layton from Survivor. So. Well, I mean, um, if Russell's gonna lie and say he's on the show, or, or to on the show and say that he's talked to her when she when she hasn't, then why would she not be worried that he would just say whatever and make up anything about her, and everyone's gonna believe it's true because he's saying it and they don't know her, so he automatically has the credibility in the situation just because he is more well known. They're gonna take his side. What do you think? Do you believe Russell? Do you believe they talk? Or do you believe what Julia told me that they haven't talked and she's actually kind of scared of the guy? What, which do you believe? Who are you talking to? You. <laughs> Me? Yeah, you. Oh. oh. I don't know your name, so I'm just happy to say you. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. That's not, uh, well, no, obviously, I believe Julia's side, because even in Russell's own show, he says it would have been like nine years ago. And he's he can't, he straight up said that he couldn't sign a waiver that said that he had talked to her, but he's sure because he's a betting man. That she would have talked to him. That right there is oh, yeah, all he's that t- he needs. 
he said that a whole bunch of times previously that he's a betting man, and a lot of the time it's been wrong. So, and the fact that it would be nine years ago, it would have had to have been. Well, let's see. When was Heroes versus Villains? Was Heroes versus Villains in 2011? 2010. 2010, I think. Okay. Well, he would have been working on his, uh, on his flipped-off show or whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, that, that would have been back when he was begging me to come to the flipped-off set and help produce it because it was going crazy and he wanted – me to come help produce it. He wanted Shannon Elkins to come be on it, and uh, and it, and me and Shannon both watched it. And we said, "Good Lord Almighty, this this ain't nothing but fiction. This whole show ain't nothing but fiction. None of this is true." So we didn't want no part of it. But if she could have theoretically, she could have talked to him um, back then. But I think she would remember, you know, being the fan she is of the different shows. I think she remember if she had a conversation with Russell. So I don't think she well, would have yeah. just told me, I ain't never talked to the guy, I'm scared of him. If she did talk to him nine years ago, she'd probably remember that. Violet's not the show she wants to be on. She has no reason to talk to them. She she would never want to be on Survivor because of they don't let like let you brush your teeth. She has to brush her teeth like three times a day. She's not going to be on that show. So there's no reason she would ever talk to him. Yeah, I will tell the call, the caller the caller that called in. I will tell you a funny story about one of our emails. And this has nothing to do about the show or anything, um, but it's because of sports. I know she's, you know, she was a basketball player, um, and uh, I told her in one of my emails to her. Oh, and P.S. By the way, I can still kick your ass in hoops, and she laughed about it and said, "I don't know, I'm still pretty good." <laughs> hmm. Well, yeah, so, she's a basketball coach, so. I mean, she yeah, she said she said she's coaching some girls' team, some girls' team. Um, but I actually, I actually thought we got along great. I thought her and I got along great, um, and I thought Michael and I were getting along great about about what we were going to do until all of a sudden, right at the end, at the last minute, after we come out with a promote promotion, now it can't be done. Um, and there's no, um, we'll do it next week. We'll do it two weeks from now. We'll do it a month from now. Get back to me. There was none of that. It was kind of like, can't do it. Sorry. Um, it happens because I talk to people when we're booking things. Um, and, it happens all the time. There's a lot of times people are like, well, I can't do this week. And this, in fact, this whole month is bad. Can you check back with me next month? There's always something like that, you know. But this was kind of like, shut the door. I'm not doing the show. 
And and I'm well, gonna be telling I'm gonna be honest with you. I thought that came more from Russell than it did Michael. I thought that was Russell telling him, "Don't you dare go on his podcast." Well, I mean, even if that were the case, Michael has every right to do whatever he feels comfortable doing. And if he, for some reason, felt uncomfortable doing it, like, you could have just, like, been like, oh, okay, well, maybe we can do it later. Or, like, you know, I'll, I'll check back with you. I'll circle back to you in, like, a month, and we'll see if you, if you change your mind. But he's not going to schedule with you, neither one of them are, because you don't know what's going to happen day to day when people get ill. You can't account for, oh, I'll message you in a month. I'll come on your show in a month you know, April 14th or whatever, when you don't know what's going to be happening. And obviously, if you're in a place where Michael's father died, like how long, like how is he supposed to say, hey, my dad died, I'll be on the show in like a week. You don't know that you're necessarily going to be emotionally healed and ready to to go back into uh, uh, something that obviously is going to be a wound because you did like the girl and it didn't work out. So yeah. you're asking, you're trying well, to pile, I mean, pile is, stuff the, on top of each other. The thing is, people are different. They handle things different ways. I mean, that's just life. That's how it is. Um, I had Coach Wade um, from Survivor booked, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, and uh, it was on a night where he had a symphony he had to do, and he, and he he was going to try to at least make the last hour, and he couldn't. He texted me the next morning. He said, Jim, I'm so sorry I let you down. I told him it worked out okay because, you know, it wasn't that great of a podcast anyway. And uh, we'll hook up, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give you a, a, a bigger notice next time. Everything's cool. I mean, he's done, shoot, he's done two or three pods. I don't know what all he's done. Coach has been on a lot. Um, it's just different. I was just, I was led through the whole thing that Julia was sort of the one making the decisions and she approved the artwork. She got excited about it. We discussed the format. We talked about possible questions and everything was go. And then I go back to Michael, and I tell Michael, uh, I show him the artwork, and I let him know I've showed this to Julia, and we had a talk. We talked about the format and everything. Everything's on go. She's ready to go, and he just kills it. He just killed it without, you know, I don't know, you know. Well, okay, do you think that, Michael, you think Michael is a genuinely nice guy, right? Yes, I do. I honestly do. I really do. I know he is. And you believe the same about Julia, right? I know he is because I've interviewed him before. I know he's a nice guy. I know he is. Well, right. Well, my my point is, if 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 these are these are genuinely nice people, and they have to withdraw from from your show for whatever reason. They're probably doing it because they actually have to withdraw from your show. 
Otherwise, they would they would want to be there to be there for you because that's the kind of people they are. They're nice people. That's what nice people do. Now, if they have to withdraw from your show and you're not understand understanding that, and they can't express that, they can't open up to them because they're they're you know processing their emotions within themselves about their own family members and their own issues going on. And then you're like, well, we're going to expose you. We're going to bring up this and that, and and now you're attacking them. Or at least that's probably what both of them perceived it as. As you well, I'm them. not attacking it. I'm trying to just raise the questions as to what no, all honestly, happened. honestly, Jim, we were but, saying some bad stuff. Seriously, I mean, I, I I wish you'd erase this show. To be very honest, if you wanted to talk with him, because we 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 said some bad stuff. I'm going to speak for myself. I feel horrible right now. I really do. But there's no way that that either of them would probably want to come on the show hearing the things that were said. I feel terrible. I really do. Sometimes I put my foot in my mouth and I feel awful. And this lady definitely brought rea- reality. I mean, we're talking real reality, reality to mind. But, Jim, if they heard oh, this okay. show, there's no way in hell they would come on this show, honestly. We, we, we said some awful smack on them. I feel terrible right now. I really do. But, really but things we, but, and I'm not trying to hammer it, Kansas, but things that were said, there were legitimate questions brought up. And this caller has answered a few of them, but I'm just going to be 1,000% bluntly honest right now. And I do tend to believe you. I do. I really do. But who's to say that you're telling the truth? Jim, there's no say? way they're going to come on the show hearing what, what was said about them. There is no way they would come on the show. They would feel awful. I would feel awful. If oh, I I'm, not saying, I'm not saying they would. I'm asking. I'm, I'm, I'm going to beg you to please erase the this show, hon. Honestly, I feel awful right now. I wish you'd erase this show after we're done tonight because I'm feeling so bad right now. Well, it won't be erased because I think it raises – a lot of questions as to what really happened, and maybe Michael's just a poor innocent guy that fell for a good-looking girl. Or it doesn't really maybe Julia was just a nice really girl that was trying to talk to survive, uh, Big Brother people and maybe get on the show, and she didn't mean for him to catch feelings for her. Maybe, I don't know how the hell James got drug into it, but who don't fit? <laughs> Who don't fit in the whole equation? Russell Hans is the one that don't fit. Jim, there's no way that they would come on the show hearing the things that were said. I there's didn't no say way. they would. I didn't say they would. I didn't say they would. I, I mean, I hope, they don't, to, I hope they never if, hear if on the show. To, if honestly. I wanted to come on and tell... I feel terrible. I feel so if they, bad. If they wanted to come on and say what 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 they feel or know that happened, I would still be happy to have them. I really would. But, um, I mean, yeah, you're probably right. They probably won't want to. But uh, there was so much we'll, that was brought we'll, up. So much. Maybe we'll this dig deeper. I'm just trying to find out about this show because it don't make sense. It, it don't make sense. 
but this just really lady really like brought it. I mean, she really brought it home when she said these things, because it really does make you think. You know, I mean, it's is catfish that important? No. Their lives are more important. What they're going through now is more important. Catfish was just an episode in their lives that they can just hopefully forget about. But but Kansas, Kansas, we can say that about Big Brother. We can say that about Survivor. When you're queuing the hell out of some damn player all summer long on one of them shows, we can always go back and say. Well, there was a lot of time invested in those things. It's just a show. It's not their lives. I mean, you can say that on any show. Mm, there's a little more in depth to the Big Brothers and all of that because you really get into getting to know them with a live feed. It's so different. This was just a one-time, half-hour show. You know, it was just an entertainment-thrown-together show. Big Brother, on the other hand, you know, we watch them on the live feeds, and they're speaking their minds and their lives and this and that, and you get to really know these people. I don't know Julia. I just know Russell from Survivor, what I saw. Big Brother, I get to know Big Brother people a little more because you're watching yeah. live feeds and, you know, you're, you know, they talk about their lives. They don't. They don't even realize sometimes what they're saying, and they get and they put their and they get in trouble. Well, but this is very different. I mean, this was just a thrown together because apparently it's BS. Apparently they threw all of this together, you know, and whatever. Michael probably is the one that was going to be the hurt the most. I agree with that. I, I, and I, I and I just. I honestly think Michael really fell for the girl. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I really do. Um, and I'm not saying it's she for let him, him to on. blow this off and forget about it, truthfully. Just blow it off saying, about her. Forget I'm not about saying it. she led him on. Um, but she's she's really friendly to talk to. I've talked to her a lot. She's really friendly to talk to. She'd be easy to fall for. Um, my, I'm telling you, my whole question was, how did it happen? Who made the call? Did Cowboy call MTV? Did Russell call MTV? Did Julia call MTV? I don't think James called MTV. I think he got... And, and our caller may be right. He may have got drug into it. My producer just looking down friends list. That may have been how he got drug into it. He might have got a message and said, hey, do you know this girl? Oh, yeah, she's messaged me a few times, you know. And then they use it on the show, you know. And they then, and they try to make Julia look worse. So. I, I, think, I, I just think hate adding are... fuel to a fire that was there already. You know, it's just, it's not worth it. It's not worth it to hurt people. It's just, it's not worth it. They're hurting already with, with what's really going on in their lives. I was mad when I had to call in. Because you... You said, you know, I did this research, I've done all this research on, on catfish and all that. 
but uh, you failed to miss something that was posted two days prior about Michael, that Michael posted himself on Twitter. And I know for a fact that the one person followed on Twitter, at least followed Julia. So I, you know, you kind of you kind of dropped the ball on your your research there. No, I I did not. I, I didn't follow Michael on Twitter. The only time I may have followed Michael on Twitter was when we got in these talks. When we get in talks about doing a, a podcast, I will follow the guest so I can tag them and it and it looks real good, you know, and they may retweet it. I I mean. Michael and I have been Facebook friends. I haven't followed him on Twitter. Michael and I have talked on Facebook, and he's been a member of our Big Brother Whispers group, and that's where I interviewed Michael. I did a live interview with him in Big Brother Whispers so the members and fans could ask him questions. That's my connection with him. I followed Julia on uh Twitter because I wanted to see what was going to happen with all of this. And and uh, she, she actually joined uh, the Whispers groups. But as far as me, I, I don't follow many people. Um, if you see me start following somebody on Twitter, you know I'm up to something. You know I'm either communicating with them about a pod or I know there's going to be a contestant on Survivor or something. Um, I don't follow that. I think I follow like, I don't know, like 160 people, something like that. It ain't much. But I know I, my communications with Michael was on Facebook. When was the last time that you talked to him that you were expecting him to come on the show? The day before the show, the day, the day we started promoting it after she approved the artwork and I sent him the artwork and he said looks good after I got him saying that and her saying what she said we started promoting it and then he comes back to me he says I can't do the show and that's so when the right was this before the show aired Jim or was this right after the show aired Oh, it's been a long time. That show aired a long time ago. What's it been a month or two ago? Oh, longer than that, probably. December 27th. Yeah, yeah it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. It, it just yeah. it, it, it interested me because of how how the hell do you get hands mixed up with these three, well, two big brother people and Julia. And then I started following Julia on uh, Twitter and she was very actively out there trying to get on a TV show, which there's nothing wrong with that. That's okay. Um, so I started talking to her a little. Um, Michael only came in. I, I went to Julia first about the podcast, podcast idea. And then I talked to Michael. I always went back to the other one and told him, what the other one said so there was no miscommunication and when she was okay with it I went back to him and I said she's okay with it 
And he said, I agree as long as we both do it together. And I said, that's what the whole thing's going to be, both of you on there together, just the two of you. He said, okay, I like that. And it went back and forth like that, and it went haywire the night before the pod. And in my mind, I was not blaming Julia. I was not blaming Michael. I was blaming Russell because I thought Russell got to Michael and said, don't do that podcast. And I can confirm okay, this, by the way. I, I can confirm this in uh, in talking with you, uh, with you, Jim, around that yeah. time. I didn't think it was her. I didn't think it was him. I thought it was Russell. But you were going to let them be casualties of whatever speculation, whatever expose that you were going to say tonight without letting them have their own say in the show. Because if they were were with you up until then and then they had to withdraw, you couldn't give them the benefit of the doubt that there was an actual valid reason, especially if he'd already done an interview with you through your Facebook group. So if he'd already done an interview with you and you knew that, hey, he, he's, you know, and he's a good guy, then then why wouldn't you, you just give the benefit of the doubt and just be like, all right, because, well, because you know, at that obviously point, something came up. Because at that point I had dealt with both of them for two weeks. Everything was A-OK, hunky-dory. We're going to do this. Let's do this. And then, like, 24 hours away, you get told, sorry, not going to do it. And I didn't get told, I did not get told, um, I'm sorry, um, this is the reason why and why and why, but uh, we'll talk later and, and, you know, maybe we'll do it later, but for right now, I just can't. Like I explained to you the other day that Coach Wade did when he couldn't make it. He explained what happened, and he said, "We're gonna. I'll make it up to you. We'll do it later. You know, let me know. We'll do it later. You don't just, after all the work that's gone through, all the communication that's gone through, do you basically just tell the guy, screw you, I'm not doing it. And I don't, mean, said, that I in any do dis- I don't mean that in any disrespect to his father. Because his father was still alive at that point. What I'm saying is, at that point, they could have said, let's just rebook this because we can't do it right now. It would have been fine. There's no problem with that. And right after Michael Michael called me a bully and told me he would have people calling in on the show, right after he told me that, then Julia stopped talking to me. Well, yeah, because you said you were going to expose them and you're going to say this and that about them, and they can't be on the show to, to defend themselves what's because they, they have real personal they, life issues going on. What's they going to expose if they don't have nothing to hide like you said? If there's nothing to hide, what are you exposing? All you're doing is coming on and clearing things up where it helps your case. 
it's happened recently, but you don't know how she's responding to chemo, how intense no, she would be responding to chemo right away. So, so no, I, know, I, know like, Julia, I know Julia stated that she had to give her the chemo wearing rubber gloves. Have you ever heard of a family member giving chemo to another family member wearing rubber gloves? I don't know about chemo, so I wouldn't know that. But, again, it's also COVID time, so they might be different setups for families to take care of their own family members. Family members don't give family members um, cancer treatment like that. that is, I mean, that's too serious. Come on. You can't at least admit that. That Come on. How am I supposed to speak on, I don't know about cancer and chemo treatment. I have no you, idea, you, especially in COVID. You honestly, you honestly think a family member can give another family member chemo? I think a lot of things have changed, and there's a lot of things that people take care of now that they weren't taking care of before to reduce the spread of COVID, yeah. Do I think she's giving her injections or whatever? Like, I don't know. I don't even know how chemo treatment works. If it's a pill, maybe. It ain't a pill. I mean, Lord help me, Melissa. Okay, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Uh Uh-oh. Can you hear me? I mean, I don't really. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Okay. Um. The thing is, is I've had two family members go through cancer. So my um, one of my friends takes what they call a five-year pill. She didn't have a cancer treatment. By the way, my mother-in-law died of cancer as well. So basically my mother-in-law, when she would go in for her treatments, they would sit her down in her chair, they would hook up an IV, they put an IV in there, and she'd have to sit there and get the IV full of her treatment, okay? My girlfriend, who has breast cancer, she did not receive the full-on chemo. What she got was a five-year pill, which is supposed to be helping her fight the return of cancer. She takes the pill. <clears throat> My cousin had both. She first went through um, the chemo where they injected into her arm and uh, or they put the IV in and they did the IV, they put the chemo in. After that, she went on the five-year pill as well. And she's actually been on several different ones and now um, – it's not working for her. So I'm not so sure how long we're going to have her. But anyway, um, what I'm saying is that, oh, yeah, we have to put on um, the gloves and everything to give her her treatments. And it's like, um, I don't see them having to put on gloves to give her a pill. They would have to okay. put on gloves if they were going to be hooking her up to the IV. And that would be done by a medical professional. It wouldn't be done by the family. Well, first off, I want to say that I'm sorry about the situation that's going on on your end. But I did a quick Google search um, and on 
chemo treatments at home. And right from cancer.org, treatments, treatments, and side effects, planning, managing, getting treatment at home. It says most cancer treatments are given in a hospital or clinic, but certain types of treatment can be taken at home. This is usually the case for oral treatments, such as pills, capsule, tablets, liquids, or other topical treatments that are rubbed on the skin. Sometimes an IV or injectable treatments can be given at home. These treatments might be types of chemotherapy, targeted therapy, uh, hormone therapy, blah, blah, blah. So a quick Google search would have told you that, that what she's saying is actually possible. But you don't want to accept that her excuse is actually an excuse because you have it in your head. You're so dead set on its Russell hands and not real-life issues, and that these people are lying to you, and it's a conspiracy theory and this and that. I do. When I you, do you, think. You okay. have just Googled I, I, do, I do think Russell was the main player in all of this. I really do. Um, I, I, I've said that since the night I had the conversation with Michael. And I told Michael, Michael, I said, I know why you're doing this. Your buddy's making you do this. I told him that. Um, I don't know why, but I think they both are scared of him. I don't know why, because he don't have no power. Yeah, he, I mean, he's got some followers, but he's nothing but a bum. I mean... He uses his fans to make money off of them. That's all he does. Um, if you want to find out my history with him, just Google my name and Russell Hans, and you'll see our history. You'll see the history. You'll see it on TMZ. You'll see it in the New York Times. You'll see it in the L.A. Times. You'll see it on E! Entertainment. You'll see it on TV Guide. You'll see it on CBS. You'll see it everywhere. I've got a history with this guy. I know how he acts and how he thinks. Um, and I think he played a very huge part in all of this. Why would, if Michael had already done your, your Facebook whispers interview, then why would he being, why would he agree to be doing this interview if Russell, like Russell would have known about that? So why would all of a sudden, very last minute, if it wasn't what they were both saying it was, because, because why would that all of a sudden be Russell? Because it's different inside a Facebook group like that. It doesn't have the audience or generate the buzz that a podcast does. Um, and what was it, Melissa? How many times this week did I start getting followed by uh, what looked like brand new Russell Hans accounts on Instagram and everywhere. Cause I blocked the guy everywhere. And now all of a sudden I'm yeah. starting to get followed by, um, Hans and I'm having to block him again. He, he, he's deeply involved in this. He's deeply involved in it. And I think he's the one that started it. I think he's the one that started it all. What was, uh, let me ask, what was, uh, what was Julia's sister's name? I can't remember what her sister's name was. Kristen. 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 Yeah. 
Okay. I just, I, I don't know why it just came to me. I was just, I couldn't remember what her sister's name was. Uh, but that's that's the reason, uh, th- that's the difference between a Facebook interview uh, and going on a podcast. I mean, because these podcasts, I mean, they stay here on these archives. They go to iTunes. Uh, people can listen to them forever. Um, the I'm interviews in Big Brother Whispers are, obviously. you know, they, they get moved way down the bottom of group. You have to really, really look for them. You have to really even know that they're even there, you know, after they're after they've been done. So unless uh, we put them unless we put them private, if we put them private, they don't show up on uh, on iTunes or uh, basically the only those that have, that have the actual physical link uh, would be able to uh, to listen to any shows that we would put on private. Right. Right. I mean, I think they could have came on, had a really cute, funny, fun podcast with with what all happened between them. Um, it would have been great um, because at the time, I was getting along great with both of them, um, and we do we do Big Brother pods, we do Survivor pods, we do all kinds of stuff. Um, and, uh, I don't know, it just, it was like at the last minute, somebody pulled the plug, and I don't think it was Julia, and I don't think it was Michael. I really don't. I'm not blaming either one of them. Well, you know, and, 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 hey, let me, let, me, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. If a week or two from now... You see Judy and Michael show up on a Russell Hans podcast. Will you come back and call my podcast and say, damn, man, you were right. You were right. <laughs> you want to you wanna, you wanna make a bet on that? I'll be Russell Hans. I'm a betting man. Because <laughs> I, I guarantee you that she won't be doing podcasts. I, not like that. Not with well, I, I feel bad. I really feel bad about that, her, because she seemed like she seemed she seemed really nice to me. She really and we, like I said, we had great conversations. She, you know, I had. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I had people. I had people in my ear telling me, "Don't listen to her. Don't listen to her. She's 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 just out for this or out for that. Don't listen." To her. But. We really got along good. We really did. And then it just was like, poof, she was gone. After Michael said no, As, she, she was gone. Well, okay, if they agreed to do it together and he's in a position where his father is in a bad state or a bad way and she's but got her grandma's issue. Does that mean she can't email me and say, Hey, uh, he's really serious. He's really worried about his dad. So, can we just put this off for a few weeks or a month or whatever, and and, and revisit it later? Could she have not done that? How is she supposed to? <laughs> well, one, uh-huh. people don't owe you a whole detail of their life. If something comes up and says, "Oh, I can't make it," 
like you should be understandable, especially if they've been nice and and genuine towards you. It would have been understandable. We would have put it off. We would have delayed it. But you're saying you're saying after her and I talked all of that time that she couldn't just mail me and say, Hey, um, I know I know what Michael said and I and, you know, I agree we gotta put this off for a while. We just can't do it right now. But you know, we'll talk about it later. Is that okay? Could she have not done that instead of just vanished and disappeared? Well, one, it's not really her place to speak on Michael's family issues. And if Michael wanted you to know, he would have told you himself. And I'm sure she would have just been like, okay, that's his to deal with. He'll explain or he'll say whatever he's comfortable with other people knowing what he wants out there, what he's ready for. Because it's already a spectacle between the whole cat You're still not answering the question. You're still dodging the question like a politician. Could she have not just said, Michael's right, we've got this and this and this, and I'm sorry, um, but can we maybe revisit this in a month or so? Could she have not at least said that instead of just disappearing? She was already disappearing. She already made it. She already made it clear she wanted to disappear. She wanted to withdraw from social media. And you're going to ask her questions that she doesn't know whether or not she can answer, or she doesn't know the answers to. So she says uh, she told she told me she wanted. She told me she wanted the truth out. Okay. That's what she told me. She wanted the truth out. Okay. Probably that she's not some whore like they made her look look like to be on the show and that she didn't talk to Russell. Like, sure, that's fine. But... Things come up, and if someone just says no, no is a good enough answer. You you have to be respectful of just no and just take it as no. No, no is is all you have to say to someone. You don't have to say no, blah 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 blah, this and that, this and that, twenty million things. No is valid as as a full response. Okay, no matter the situation. After the artwork was sent to her to approve, ah, that looks cool. What exactly are we going to be talking about? Like, I never talked to Russell. He made that up. But he gets mad when I call him out on it. So I don't think I'll get to clear my name on that. And when I talked to Flirty, when I talked Flirty to James, it was like in 2017, not anytime soon. I was just trying to see what Big Brother does to people outside the house versus inside because I want to be on it. Next thing I know, Catfish is calling me. So she said Catfish called her. So she's not the one that made the call. It's Russell or Michael. Then she said, but Michael and I developed a great friendship. I'm not sure what all to say there, though. I said, and okay. don't worry. I said, don't worry. You'll do fine. 
Um, she said, thanks, that works. I want to be on Big Brother. I was just studying these people and why they were chosen and if they're different online and how they're portrayed on the show. It's crazy the whole catfish thing even happened. I'm glad Michael and I became friends, though. Again, Julia is not the one that called the show. Michael let me know he's going through a lot. I am as well uh, with my grandmother. I was under the impression Michael was wanting to do the show. But knowing what he's going through, having his dad in the hospital, and my grandma just starting chemo, it's not a good time. I think there was miscommunication. I just don't want to let Michael down if he wanted to do that. And now I think he's going through something, as I am well. I'm not sure if I get to tell my side of this story ever. But at this moment, I'm unable to do the podcast, my sincerest apologies. So it sounds like she she explains what she could explain to you. Yeah, yeah. She was doing a hell of a lot better job than him, if, if what you're getting. She beat cancer before, but it came back and spread to a lot of places. But she's strong. I don't like, I don't want to make anyone upset. I'm always in a weird position. It's hard. We have to wear gloves to get rid of the chemo because the chemo being so strong. It's not fun seeing one of the strongest people you know go through something like that. And Michael's father's in the hospital. I understand it's a tough time. Thank you for understanding me. <laughs> well, well, I got to my grandmother. I got to my grandmother's this morning. If someone is telling Michael not to do the show, that's something else. And I can't deal with that right now. I thought Michael was fine with the show, and maybe I can tell my part, but I'm realizing I still can't right now. And maybe it's just a misunderstanding thinking he talked to me, but it was someone else. I deactivated my account, so I have no way of seeing anything from them or threats or whatever, if that's what you're saying, could have happened with Michael. But I was only going to do it if it was fine with him. And since it isn't, I can't do it. I can't afford to get bashed again by trying to say something. And uh, his father's still in the hospital. And I'm just like, I get it because I'm with my grandmother. So... You kind of hear where she's coming from. She ain't the one that called the show. (laughs) So it sounds like she gave you, she was vulnerable. She opened up to you. She said, thank you for understanding why we can't do this. She gave you an explanation, all the explanations she could. And then you're still here attacking her in the beginning of the show, talking about, oh, how she's attempting to do blah, blah, blah. You were. I'm not attacking her at all. And the part about her. Uh, me understanding her would be after Michael had told me something that was negative. Then I'd go back to her and tell her what he said. Then she would be um, nice about me understanding because I was trying and to work Jim, with her. Jim, Jim, maybe we should just give them the respect and just not bring them up again. 
just yeah, let we're, it go. We're down to our final. Let them live we're their lives and minute. just. I think, I, think the whole, I think the whole question got solved. I don't think Michael called the show. I don't think she called the show. I think Russell Hans called the show. Because I don't think Michael lied about that, and I don't think Julia lied about that. So, um, but anyway. The show would have been a lot different had I not called in. You guys would have been sitting here bashing for three hours. I'm no, really glad. I don't, and I don't for myself, I, I am glad she called in, Jim, because what she's saying makes sense. What she's saying does make sense. It really does. And you're not going to even say, thanks for taking my call and not cutting me off and letting me have my say-so. <sighs> I could have let you look stupid and then corrected you after the, after the fact. See, that's that's what you, you get for letting somebody on. That's what you get for letting somebody on. I'm glad she. Oh called. my God, I you're really an asshole. Am. You're such an asshole. 